guess who is back and not dead? Black. <laughs> we are black and not dead. What's up, guys? This is your boy Drew. It's Neek. It's X. What's up? So <laughs> we made it. We made it. We barely. Barely. I did die. Holding it down. I did die. I got sick after homecoming. Oh. We hear Miss. I'm getting. I'm getting over a cold, a slight cold. So if you hear me back away from the mic, that's why. So I don't want to cough in the mic. You know, Just and that might be good because you, you know, stay hitting the mic. So, I mean, is it if it takes a cold for you to not hit the mic, then you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but maybe you should get a cold every. Wow, <laughs> way to mess with my immune system, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Only because mine is shot. Airborne <laughs> or Pepto? Well, oh, true. Emergency. <laughs> oh, chewables. Where are the chewables? I actually oh, you about the chewables. chewables. Oh, you're supposed to bring some, yeah, for Where my birthday. Chewables? It's right. Cause I know you're yes, it was Drew's birthday oh, yesterday. Yeah. Hey, birthday, the big three, four. Thank you, guys. That was good. <laughs> it was laid back. Like, I did absolutely nothing. Um, I was home for most of the day, and then my mom uh, took me out to dinner. Any accoutrements? Nah. No accoutrements? No, Jeremiah. <sighs> no, That's I know okay. what you're reaching for, but nah, I, I was I was good, you know. Okay. And I, that sounds like a cute little birthday. Though. Yeah, and I went to bed early. I probably went to bed. I want to say well after Greenleaf, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. What but, about a yeah. heating pad? In you? Heating oh pad. my goodness! No, it's like, stop man. it. Well, I do have. I mean, today though, <laughs> I do have a heated mattress pad. Shout out to my mom; oh, she got it yeah. for me. Shout out, mom! And I love that thing, yeah. especially in the wintertime. Oh, my heated so blanket. Nice my heated blanket. The business. Yeah, I need one for work because at work, like they don't know how to control the ac right so mm. it's like yeah. in the summertime the well, ac don't be AC working going in october they do yeah but you know no. it's it's for a certain Same. select group of people of that's always complaining they hot so mm-hmm. mm. but anyway uh how's everyone's weekends amazing i mean i know yeah. we're gonna talk about access later <laughs> i had a great time i was like a second over cold because i partied way too hard at homecoming didn't sleep so that meant my immune system went all the way down, down and yeah. of course the weather changed Oh yeah, and so like no, significantly too. Significantly and very quickly. Yeah. So between that and homecoming festivities, my body was like, ah, ha, ha, "You gonna sit <laughs> still for a while?" Right. Drew, Drew, you were at this. So how'd you enjoy Howard's homecoming? Oh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. Oh, we are all. Yeah, we're gonna get to it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll have it in full depth and get everybody's thoughts, both yeah. of your thoughts as well as I mean, I went there, so yeah, I definitely have my opinions <laughs> on it. But anyway, um, so some stuff went down as we were all trying to um come back to life with yeah. ivy drips in our arms right. um, on so, life support huh <laughs> you said what on life support, oh, life support. <laughs> but x was on cloud nine i don't he know if was. he was on life support i'm surprised he's still like up and chipper because i was like well, you know. struggling for a week afterwards <laughs> see but that's how you can tell he had a great homecoming because he's up and chipper I had a great time. was it wholesome it was, you know, everything was I do is, is wholesome and beautiful it? and amazing. So I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some accoutrements. It's okay. Yeah, plenty of accoutrements. I'm sure. Okay. All right, so um, <laughs> a lot unfolded while we were gone for a quick week hiatus mm-hmm. to uh, party, party, party. Um, so Nicki Minaj is now known as Mrs. Petty. How fitting! <laughs> <laughs> Why is she known as Mrs. Petty? Because she's now married and. His last name is Petty? Yep. Yes. <laughs> 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 right, that's, that's hilarious. And yeah, so hilarious. fitting. <laughs> so her her then boyfriend, Kenneth Petty, um, you know how like it was rumored that like she was she made like cryptic messages on like Twitter and about and was like, uh, you know, I applied for a marriage license, but you know, it, and she was playing tongue in cheek and being very coy about 
possibly getting married, but, and that kept the barbs, you know, in a frenzy because they didn't want her to get married. They wanted her to stay relevant and stay current with music after, you know, her last album flopped. But, mm-hmm. um, so I guess she's at a point, she's 36, but I think now she's at a point where she's ready to, I guess, you know, go in that next chapter in her life, which she has every right to, because as mm-hmm. a, a, you know, um, uh, a semi middle aged woman, you know, mm-hmm. she, you know, there's a lot of things that she may want to accomplish. And, I know she talked heavily about wanting to have kids, but time for taking. She yep. wants kids, yeah. but but secretly within the past week, although they applied for their marriage license a couple of months ago, um, within the last week, her and Kenneth Petty have have gotten married. So now on Instagram, I think she, uh, I mean Twitter, she's changed the um, her username. It's still at Nicki Minaj, but you know mm-hmm. how you, you can give your username like a particular look, mm-hmm. like so now it's like Mrs. Petty or something like that. Let me I think. take a look at this right quick. I think that's what it was. I saw it the other oh, day. Oh, it is. It's Mrs. Petty. See? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, so I guess shout out to her, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Thanks, I, I'm never. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> but I know the barbs aren't aren't too excited. Um, I mean, X, how do you feel? I know, are you in shambles? Uh, no. Oh, that's right. Are you not part of the barber grade? No. Oh. I'm more of um, I ride for. Uh, Trina. Yeah, Trina. What are Trina's fans called? The Trina, the Trinas, the Trinas, the Trinas, the Trinas. Nah, I mean, you know, it's it's a strange thing because, like, you know, huge Nicki. I'm a, you know, I'm more of a fan of a mixtape Nicki. Yeah. Um, I love mixtape Nicki, and I even love our uh, first album Nicki. I like, I like mixtape. But I do think sometimes, and it happens a lot, is it's all about the people you have around you. Mm-hmm. And although she did cross over and do a lot of things, I think in the last few years, it just seemed like the the team of the people around her haven't really wanted to elevate her yeah. and maybe you know and maybe you go through things maybe it's the breakup with safari and the fact that he got married and then you rushed to get married right a few weeks after not mm-hmm. even a few weeks after like a week two weeks after maybe it was, it was shortly thereafter yeah, it, it was very safari long. just got married and so yeah. now nikki got married and so maybe that's what oh, it's I been. Oh, I didn't realize but, Safari just got married. And, and him and Erica Mina are actually having a baby too i heard yeah. about the baby i yeah, didn't know so. they were married yeah but um i but then x what do you think about also mm-hmm. um the audience, because when you think about, and I don't mean to drag him in here, but I'm gonna do it real quick and then step right on out of it. Who is it? Like Donald Trump, like you know, he 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 plays to a particular audience, and you can see how your audience affects your behavior. Now, when you think about Barb's, it's a lot of teens and stuff like that, and you know they are very trolly, yeah, or trollish, I should say, on social mm-hmm. media. So, you know, within I'm I'm only mentioning that because, like mm-hmm. you mentioned about like people being in her circle that may have well, not necessarily been to her benefit. Well, yeah, the past because she's thirty, years. she's thirty six now, so I think also she needs to start making. Um, well, does this make sense? She needs to start making music that's telling a story. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the raps need to be telling a story. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Make it personable mm-hmm. yeah, make and like it, rooted in reality. She, rooted. Needs to, she needs to go the Beyonce route. Exactly, but in rap, in rap, just rap like rap. just like I think, um, Beyonce's next album should be duets with other female artists, yeah. like ballads and stuff. Because sometimes you know, we we love that that ratchet shit, but at the same time, is when you are moving, yeah, everything changes, and that's how you stay stay relevant. I think she should also um, focus on maybe just like the intent, the beats, and the delivery. I yeah. mean, this last album it just wasn't good. Yeah, I heard it wasn't good. It I mean, I didn't listen good. to it. But. I know because you don't like Nicki. I see my my thing is this. I think she's an okay artist. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I don't I don't hate on females, but the thing is like when you're when you're just a nasty person, mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 immediately like turned off. I don't like deliberately rude people. I think mm-hmm. there's a point where you can be 
rude to people because they deserve it. But with her, like the way she carried herself, like in the last few years, I just felt so like so. You think it was you, just, you were done after the fight with Cardi at the party? Yeah, that kind of solidified it for me. But then, it, it, but then it was also like a um, it was also a trend of things that were being said about Nikki from mm-hmm. Kim to Remy to Cardi when they said that she was behind the scenes mm-hmm. threatening to like she Nikki w- was threatening not to work with people mm-hmm. if they worked with Kim Remy or Cardi and I said mm-hmm. well like what like what's the point like they're not stopping your bags it's, it's money it's room it's 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 plenty of all of that for all y'all out there and that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why you know female rappers can't exist because they feed into whatever like their their close circles or like whatever these men are telling them like you mm-hmm. have to be the it girl it yeah. can like y'all can coexist like look at cardi and um, megan right now both mm-hmm. are, are existing both are popping you can exist you don't have to go the nasty route just for the sake of um preservation you don't have to do that i mean that i think i don't think a lot of people realize that their audiences are always going to cross over sometimes they yeah. do but a lot of times they don't and it's just like what people will gravitate towards same thing with um like you just brought up cardi and Meg, yeah. Same thing with like this past summer, but belonged to City Girls and Meg. Oh and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, They, yeah. they, they, they had sure. two different audiences, yeah. even sure. though they were still saying the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. They had two totally different audiences. Yeah. So it's like you can survive and do your own thing, and just realize you might not be somebody else's flavor, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like I feel like um, in this time, while if if um if Young Myrtle Beach takes any downtime, yeah. um, <laughs> oh, she just had a baby girl, Miami, name, name yes. Summer, Summer Miami, Summer, yes. that's so, actually really cute. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I like the cute. name Summer. Yeah. So if she does take a break, I think this would be a perfect time for JT to hop on some songs. She already came out with a song. Yeah. No, 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 I'm saying album. the same way how it was just Carisha by herself oh, okay. in this downtime the next few yeah. months before the album. Then the album comes out, I think, in January. Yeah, yeah. I think, he said I three think, months. Yeah, think, ninety days. That's what he said. I think she, she came out the jail going to work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like she came out with a record that night. The day yeah. Of, yeah, they put you gotta it to keep work. the bag, keep you the do. bag secure for real. Keep it stacking. So. Yeah, keep the city girls relevant. Especially since um, Young Murder Beach is X likes to call her. It's probably <laughs> she's gonna need some time with her baby. So yeah, some time to heal too. Let let JT take some of the heat while she spends time yeah. with her baby. And some bonding time. You know, you can't get back, right, yeah. on the road. So. I mean, I think it's perfect because then you get to reintroduce JT in case folks, you know, mm-hmm. that you know aren't too familiar with her because, you know. Um, she wasn't around. Yeah, she wasn't around for a minute. So yeah, I think so. it's a it's a good opportunity for them to um, just shine some light on Well, congrats, uh, Miss Petty. Congrats. Yeah, Miss Petty. You know, I would never hate on someone, you know, <laughs> marriage and Petty kids and stuff Mrs. like Petty. that. That is still so funny. Mrs. Just, but it's fitting. <laughs> it's fitting, Mrs. Petty. It is. It's just so funny that it's officially her name. I thought you were going to say it's Scandal. That's why they call her Miss Petty. I didn't realize that no. it was because her name is officially Petty. Her name like, is now Onika <laughs> Mirage Petty. Yeah. So, anyway, shout out to her. It actually kind of flows together, though. Onika Mirage Petty. Mm-hmm. OMP. OPM. No, OMP. OMP. Oh. Okay. Well, um, so, within the past couple of days, this is very interesting. Tank. <laughs> do y'all hear about Tank? No. The singer? Mm-hmm. What do you do? I mean, I know who Tank is, but what do you do? So he was on Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast. Which is, that's a crazy podcast. And they were talking about, um, I have it up here. So basically they were having a discussion about, um, okay. So (laughs) Angela Yee had asked Tank Mm -hmm. if a man Mm -hmm. performed oral sex Mm -hmm. on another man. Even once, mm-hmm. does that make him oh, gay? Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Tank said, absolutely not. Okay. And then he went on to say, even twice, it doesn't make him gay. Because you can try it once, and you can say, well, mm-hmm. that's not for me. And then if you want to make sure that it wasn't for you, he was like, even if you like do it again, just mm-hmm. to like... 
I'm gonna hear the facts. I'm gonna hear the facts. I'm gonna hear the facts on the Nick's Nick's face. Um, so he said, even um, um, a second time, if you just want to make sure that that wasn't for you, and it comes out that it's not for you, he was like, then that's fine. But it doesn't make you gay if you if a, if a male, and this is specifically male, like there was no mm-hmm. talk about women doing it, um, that it doesn't make you gay. So some of the women, you know, because th- there's video of it out there. So some of the um, women that were um, recording with Angela while Tank was there were just kind of looking like, I don't know about that, bruh. And mm-hmm. it, but, but then Tank kind of got flamed on social media. So as a woman, Neeks, are you being the only woman on the table? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> what are your ready. thoughts on it? One, but then two, if, if, if a guy admitted to you or a, a guy that is interested in you, right? And you guys mm-hmm. had a... <laughs> <laughs> yo, the reason why X and I are laughing because Beeks' eyes, yo, like this shit is crazy. No, I'm not trying to make because like I feel like what I'm gonna say is an unpopular opinion, so I'm trying. To okay, like, yeah. okay. So all right, so let me just spit it out and stop rambling. So if a, if a guy that was interested in you and mm-hmm. like you know and, and you both were just honest about like your histories um, about you know sex or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and he and he explained to you that he's done that a couple of times and it just never was for him. What would you like? How like what would you think about that? I mean, I would just think it was a thing that he went through. I think that for me, I don't see anything wrong with experimentation. As long as it's like, if you if he truly identifies as himself as being straight, I'm mm-hmm. not going to fault him because once or twice when he was probably in college, let's be real, that's when people experiment when they're in college, that he decided that he wanted to give it a try for, mm-hmm. what, for whatever reason. I can't, I mean, whatever reason he gave, like that was the reason he wanted to do it mm-hmm. or give it a try just to see. Um, and he did it and he realized that that wasn't for him. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to fault somebody for that, especially if they had to go through that to figure out who they were. And that's what college is all about, trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. And I also say that because I know some um, friends of mine who are also happen to be gay and identify as gay men, mm-hmm. um, but they've experimented with women and that's how they realized that they were gay. So it's kind of like, why do we not allow it to happen for the other way around? It's like, yeah. you have to know from the start. But if you're unsure about yourself, we're telling people, especially black men, that they can't yeah. and that's explore what's, it. And, 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 and that's unfair. Yeah. And that's what someone said on um, Instagram. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to mention this person's, um, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Twitter name. But he said, Tank's, Tank is absolutely right. It has to work both ways. If a self-identified gay man eats a girl out twice and doesn't mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't make him straight, right? It's, it's the same concept, just in reverse. No matter how you want to spin it, you can't pick and choose how and when it works. So yep. that kind of speaks to, to your point, yeah. Nick. So. I agree with that. Like, it only gets I know there's, again, I think it's an unpopular opinion. It's a conversation I've had with other people in the past. And mm-hmm. most black women, you do anything in that lane. And they're yeah. like, nah, that's it. And I'm just a person, like, I'm not trying to make anyone out to be someone who they aren't. So yeah. if that's part of your story, I'm not going to fault you for is. part of your story. Mm-hmm. Like... That's if you went through it and you experienced it and you realize it's, again it's not for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like, well, you didn't want, so you're tarred forever. Like, what? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. ridiculous to me. That's just my personal opinion. Again, yeah. I, I feel like that's unpopular for most black women. Yeah, because um, you know some black women would be quick to like write off a dude. Like, I know oh, several. No, I know several black women would be, and I know that's probably what I didn't hear about this before now. But I'm mm-hmm. sure that's what the women in the comments were all oh, saying yeah. and doing and saying like, well. You did it once, da, 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 da. no, that's really not how it works. That's not how sexuality works, and yeah. I think we need to get people more. I'm also a very open person. Like I'm very yeah. accepting people who for who they are, as and they where are. they are too. Yeah, yeah and who, who they are, and where they are, and like. I think all of us are at this table, but mm-hmm. I, th- I I just find it troubling that within the black community, no matter if you're a black woman or a black male, we uh, 
I don't know if we are as open-minded as our counterparts culturally. You know what I'm In saying? Some things, I feel I don't like they're a little bit are. more. Yeah. I think I think I think we're so quick to be like, "Oh no, that shit is gay. We ain't doing that." And I actually find fault both with male it. and female. It might be a conversation for a different day, but yeah. I do find fault in like the littlest things saying that someone's gay for it. I really first of all, I have a hard time putting identity on someone when they don't identify that as themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into that story. <laughs> I, like, I want to say something. I was like, I'm not going to go into that story. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's really hurtful. It's really hurtful. Like, you're, and I don't think people realize that you're exacerbating the issue Shoot, yep. by projecting what somebody is onto them mm-hmm. when they don't, maybe they might not even know themselves. And so there's, there's that, like, projecting the identity on the people and then also trying to make people out themselves when they're not ready. Like, you can't do that to yeah. people. Like, they're going to come out if they are, if they are homosexual, mm-hmm. they're going to come out when they're ready to come out. And mm-hmm. if they don't, they don't, like, don't it's their prerogative. Push it. Yeah, don't push it. <coughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's just the problem that we have, like in the black community in general, across women, men. Mm-hmm. We don't want people to be themselves. Yeah, Javier. I think what it is is that <laughs> um, it's just like how. Take up his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Who's Javier? What? what? I said Javier. My middle name is. Is it really? No, it's, it's not close. Javier. Wow. It's close. Oh. It sounds like it's a play on his middle name. This whole like but what? Anyway, but, <laughs> So I think, like, basically what Nick said is, like, why are our Caucasian counterparts allowed to go through, like, a rock and roll phase, mm-hmm. grow their hair out, be very grungy, or be alternative, or be even be emo? Mm-hmm. You see black people doing that? Mm-hmm. People be like, well, he's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, seriously, like, mm-hmm. they, they're quick to put labels on. Or you don't, like, for instance, there are some cultures where the strength of a man is how long his hair is. Mm-hmm. But, you, but if, for some women... He got longer hair than me. Mm-mm. That's too feminine for me. Mm-mm. Yeah. I can't be yeah. with no man got longer Long hair than me. Mm-hmm. I can't be with no man got a bigger butt than me. As if the man decided what size his ass is going to be. Yeah, he had any choice when, in that matter. Like, no, but seriously. <laughs> no choice. That like, what do you do about the, that? The ignorant shit people say, he got a bigger ass than me. Okay, and that's his mama and daddy genetics yeah. that he can't Ain't control. And, mm-hmm. and let's be honest and be even true and real. Even if you work out. Sometimes it's still like it's yeah. still yeah, it ain't going nowhere. People yeah. be like, "Well, change up." No, like literally, some people's makeup Sometimes just is like that. their like, yeah. make up. I've even there. I know. <laughs> there, I remember even in high school there was this boy who um he was mixed and his eyes were like bluish green, mm. and they used to berate that boy so bad, like thought he was feminine because he had. They thought it was color like, contact. Oh, color contact. Yeah. And I was like, it's just crazy. It's just the ignorance of, of certain people. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Once we pull back the cover off your pissy mattress oh. and see what was what's there, so the be careful, the right? Be careful. Pissy, it's just so funny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> he was like pissy mattress. Like, hey, listen. Okay. All I'm saying is the reason I'm very mm. I let people do what they want to do because if you pull back people pissy mattress and look underneath they little you know Oof. they mattress with the bricks on it and it's underneath and um they headboard about the bus up and fall apart oh and God. rent a center calling because it's a late payment and wow Aaron, <laughs> and Aaron's want they payment on their furniture and your weed about to fall out okay and your Nissan Altima <laughs> got a fourth tank of gas in it. It's a lot going a on, lot. so just <laughs> just let people do what they want to do. That's all I got. Okay, so like, so 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 Nick's had mentioned about like self identification, and mm-hmm. one of the things that I want to talk about, um, which actually happened over the weekend, um, and Nick, you can probably speak to this because I would love your opinion on it because this product really is um, okay. uh, sp- specific to women. The Always brand with the um, female... I heard about this story. The um, mm-hmm. sanitary 
napkins, sanitary pads, however you want to phrase it, but pretty much like tampons and stuff like that. So always the uh, brand that um, makes, um, you know, women tampons and things of that nature. Pads. Pads. Oh, I'm sorry. Pads. Yeah, correct. Women, women's I'm, napkins. I'm napkins. Yeah, sanitary napkins. <laughs> sanitary, like napkins. sanitary napkins. And that's what it says too. <laughs> I know what this is about. You over here, keycap. <laughs> that's the official product name, sanitary napkins. Yep. So, um, so they were kind of, not kind of. They were actually influenced by um, folks within, well, specifically transgender activists and allies, um, had asked the company to make this change in design because they said that not all people who um, menstruate identify as women and not all women menstruate. So they, so, so essentially, all right. So what we're getting at is that always has taken, has taken off the Venus symbol, which identifies um, being a woman or womanhood. Mm -hmm. They've taken that off of all of their uh, merchandise. And it's because of, what I just mentioned that these activists and allies had asked them to um, to remove it because not everyone that uses their products identify as being a woman or they don't menstruate. Are are we going a little bit too far with mm. this stuff? Because I almost feel like if we're if we're going down this road, then are we changing all signage that I, that that indicates um, being a woman or being a female like off of bathrooms now? Are we I mean, gonna, that's are we why gonna make those people... non-binary? Well, so there, there is a push for non-binary, non-binary bathrooms All across or, for, the board. or unisex bathrooms. You I remember mean, that I mean, whole Target issue? Yeah, that yeah, was a whole thing. Yeah, like they, that's what they were trying to make unisex bathrooms in non-binary, non-binary bathrooms. Yeah. And people were up in an uproar about it because yeah. Target was one of the first people who was just like, okay, we realize our customer base is uncomfortable. They even employ transgender people. So I know some of their employees are probably uncomfortable having to choose which sex bathroom to go into so they were like just alleviate that issue we're gonna have unisex bathrooms and people lost their shit yeah but 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 your companies or even like us as a, i mean well i'm gonna even say us as a society because i think we are moving in that direction but should companies feel obligated to to change their marketing change their products based off of a decision that you as a consumer are making like a personal decision that you're making for yourself like so in terms of the thing that resonated with me that made more sense was mm-hmm. the part about people, not all people who menstruate identify as women. I think that's a very fair argument for why you take off the woman symbol, the the female symbol off of the package, because okay. that's very fair. Okay. It's kind of like, I'm not going to lie. When I first started menstruating, it was, I was embarrassed to go down that aisle because it's, it's literally all the products are on one aisle and I was always looking around scared. I'm like, just go get your stuff and come back. And I'm looking around like somebody's <laughs> going to see me. I'm like hiding under things. It's, it's an embarrassing type of thing. It's a, and that was for me as a, as a person who identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine what that feeling might be like for someone who doesn't identify as a woman but still has female bodily function. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that being a triggering issue for them Mm -hmm. so that's really like that resonates for me for why Mm -hmm. they would do it the other way around in terms of not all women menstruate okay sis like i don't that means that they just don't use the product so you're not not even on the aisle anyway so so i don't don't understand i understand but like again the part about not all people who menstruate identify as women that's very powerful i understand that and i think that's fair especially for a product that's directed towards women Mm -hmm. um if you don't identify as a woman but you have to use this product yeah. I think it's only fair to make mm-hmm. you uncomfortable using something that you have to use. But, but I mean, let's go back to the actual like question. Like, should <clears throat> companies feel obligated to change? Like, do you think, think in, do you think always sh- should have done that with that argument? 
No, I think that was, like I said, like that part resonated with me. Like, I would be like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think if they want to stay relevant into the, because there's so many brands out there now. Mm-hmm. There's tons of brands. Now there's a big push for the materials. Which are, this is sidebar. I thought you were going to talk about the other part of Always. They were also in the scandal this week oh. for something else. <laughs> oh, let's talk about what? Um, apparently in Africa, their products have been causing cancer and like a whole lot of reactionary people to people, to women in Africa. Really? And it's been a huge thing. And it's funny because like I, I, Always is one of the brands that I use. I've used ever since I started menstruating and mm-hmm. I never had a problem. But mm-hmm. then I'm going to start making me think, well, I'm, in, I'm in the U.S. Maybe they do something different because it's mm-hmm. somewhere else. Oh, you might even want to check on that. I'm, yeah, it's something I'm looking into because I'm just like, uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a whole push about using the type of products that you put in your body because you're putting things, tampons especially, putting them in you. I don't know, I don't know if that's too TMI for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, it's all right. It's like Listen, it's real conversations here. Yeah, real conversations. It's like it's probably going into your body. So that's a big push about yeah. what they make things out of. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different companies and stuff, and I think like if they realize they're going to lose out on a sector mm-hmm. of consumers and make them feel ostracized for using their product because of a symbol, it makes mm-hmm. sense to take the symbol off. It really does from okay. the business perspective for them. Whether it makes sense for all companies and businesses to do it, I can't speak to that because it really depends on what they're doing, what their market is, um, what their values are as a company, mm-hmm. um, and that type of thing. Because I feel like Chick-fil-A will never change that because Chick-fil-A is a very Christian company. Mm-hmm. They make it very clear that their mission is to be Christian and, and uphold Christian principles. So mm-hmm. that's one company that probably will never do it. And See, I wanted to play devil's advocate, but I don't know if this argument <clears throat> would actually hold well, so I don't want to embarrass myself. I was going to say, like, suppose, like, Think about um, the um, handicapped parking spaces, right? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are identified by someone being in a wheelchair. Now, right. if I was someone who was maybe, you know, I, I had a handicap, mm-hmm. could I argue, I'm not in a wheelchair. You need to change that symbol. Should should we start changing the the um, that, that handicap symbol in parking spaces? Because I don't identify as being someone who is in a wheelchair. I think it's a little like, bit different, though. How? Because, like, that's a... Mm. That's not like an identifier as who you are as a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's just something. That's like a characteristic. I mean, it's kind of like I'm trying to think of a way to explain it. You see, I'm I'm just it's thinking. Like, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like I don't. Are we going a little bit too far with with this stuff? Because then, if 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 someone does not identify with a particular thing, are we all going to start hitting up companies like I don't identify with this? So you need to change this on your product. Like how? Like I don't. I'm just scared that this is going to take legs and then folks are just going to be nitpicky about every little thing that they don't identify with and then forcing companies to like change their their marketing, changing their but products. But you know what? But ultimately, I think, well, <coughs> you know, shout out is what called Always. 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 Well, shout out to Always that they decided to listen to the group and do it. Because I'm going to tell you personally for me. Oh. Oh. With <laughs> leave, with, all right, there are certain pants that fit me great and then it get right up to the crotch and the butt area and i'm like no, these no. weren't made for me but i don't write disgruntled they were made for white i mean and ex- exactly no all right let's be honest they no, were made for um, exactly there are a bunch of pants Caucasians. and a bunch and a bunch of clothes that are made for people who like who straight up no and down, who have no, no ass and no, no thighs, and thighs and but no we as a black man coalition we yeah. haven't gotten together and been like it's time that you start changing the way you make your hermes whatever like we haven't done that right but i mean of course we have the right to but what i'm saying is it just depends on the company and so shout out to the company for doing it but i guess like you said drew it just depends on what you want to fight for what dog you have in the fight Fight. Uh for me 
I know I can find the you know the ratchery that's got pants <laughs> that I can wear, and you know what I'm saying. I, I have issues. I mean, I think there's there's, there's a line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, there are issues. I do. I have. Yeah. Major I mean, the thing is, like, like you said, like there's different brands, and you yeah. you realize that like, you got the same issue. Most mm-hmm. black people have the same issue with, with going to jean companies because mm-hmm. they they don't they aren't cut to fit our bodies. No, because they're thick ones. They're not cut to fit our bodies. So, but when we find the brands that are cut to fit our bodies or to have our bodies in mind when it's in design, mm-hmm. and that's what you gravitate towards. So, like, like experts trying to ex- yeah. explain, I think, is a great example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. And I think always it's like, try- that's what I was trying to say, that they're trying to stay relevant and they're trying mm-hmm. to be competitive. Yeah, right. Because, like you said, if you have a, a section, yeah. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. a section of, of the marketplace that's mm-hmm. telling you, I won't use your product because I feel uncomfortable. Right. You lose out on all those people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, if you want to not you know exclude yourself because again right. there's already other products that people can choose from and there's pro- pumpings coming up every day yeah with um mm-hmm. <clears throat> sanitary products for the monthly thing mm-hmm. and yeah if you yeah, want to stay relevant you. you gotta I, yeah i think I, I think there's arguments to be made for 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 why they shouldn't shouldn't um mm-hmm. make this um business change but you know, I just wanted to highlight that because, you know, we were talking about um, self-identifiers, so I wanted to kind of just bring that up real quick. And one last thing, like, we're going to, like, where's the line? I think there is a line somewhere, but it yeah. just depends on what, how, I mean, I don't know where that line is, but there is a line somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I can't tell you where it is. <laughs> so, um, just a couple more things before we end this segment. Um, have you guys heard about Billy Porter? He, he will be playing the um, fairy godmother in the new Cinderella mm-hmm. remake. He is. Yeah. I actually I, love the idea of I that. Know. Why? I love it. I love like the idea that to be a fairy god person or to be a fairy in general, <laughs> you don't have to. I Literally, mean, figuratively. Figuratively, obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's a mythical feature. Well, a fairy I mean, is a mythical but, feature. No, well, you know this. <laughs> you can use the word. Fairy I see. I know. I know what you, like what as I, I said it, I was like, I see. You see where I was pulling the from. irony coming okay, out of this exactly. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a fairy tale, and I think I like the idea of exposing children especially to make them more inclusive and realizing that like it's okay mm-hmm. for a man to be magical mm-hmm. it, now possible. would you would you would you like to see his pray tell character being incorporated in that like that that very flamboyant animated so the thing about pray tell character i don't think that's very from far pose off. in case yeah from you know, pose. For, for context <laughs> we're talking about i don't think that's very far off FX. from his actual personality so i mean if that's who he is as a person i'm not gonna be like no it'll be that person <laughs> You know what I mean? I just don't want him to be like in Cinderella talking about the category is. And then. I mean, we'll see. We'll see some what his rendition like is. I don't know. But I can see it. The thing is, I can see him as an actor playing mm-hmm. that role. Okay. Well, this would be interesting. Like that much. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. It'll be interesting. All right. Uh, last couple of things. And I think this is kind of very. I don't know. Kylie Jenner <laughs> and Kanye and her, um, her, her brother in law. Both um, just kind of went way left. So Kylie Jenner is trying to trademark the term "rise and shine," because because she sang it to her daughter Stormy <laughs> on Instagram. You know what? And then Kanye West. Tried All right, I'm head out. Dicks took off her. I'm out. So she's gone. She's gone. So she left the table, but here but here she is. So so Kylie Jenner for bit for I guess for business decisions business decisions has filed to trademark the term rise and shine and then also kanye west um applied to trademark sunday service (laughs) but the judge rejected kanye's application Mm -hmm. um for that trademark 
what are your thoughts on like this family just trying to just capitalize off of like every like little thing? It's almost like you can't even say good morning anymore without them trying to like own the shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So at, this is actually one of my specialties is right, this tr- area. Right, 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 right. And from a business perspective, it makes sense for them to try to get whatever they can trademarked. It makes sense. But at the same time, I think in general, we as a society have to not take so much stock in what trademarks are in terms of like what the application is. Neeps. Oh. Was that me? No, it was not me. Uh oh. Was that true? me? Oh, that was the um laptop. Uh oh. No, 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 no. That was the laptop. I get notifications oh. on the laptop. Let me um shut that down. Oh, I was like, everyone was looking around. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> notifications of booty call. No. <laughs> no, that was CNN. You tried. Um, but <laughs> I will say, just because somebody put in an application doesn't mean they're going to get it. Like Rise and Shine is a very common common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, something service is obviously very common. So what's going to happen is it's going to go through the examiners and look at it and be like, Psh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Reject it. Reject it and yeah. go on about their day. And Reject it. Perspective. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm rapping. I'm sorry. Um, but that, I mean, from business side, I see why they're doing it. And they're not the only ones because not, I think a couple episodes back, we were talking about LeBron James and Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're not the only ones who are trying to take mark on it. And it's because trademarks are very lucrative. And that's something I want to say to anybody who's a budding entrepreneur. When you find something, whether it's a catchphrase, the name of your business, something that you do. Even your name. But you know what, though? You know what What I found, um, mm-hmm. like, effective was, like, when um, Megan Thee Stallion, she trademarked um, Hot, Girl Hot Girl Summer. And I get that, because that isn't something common that anyone has said before. I hope she I gets that, too. She, that's I, I think she got it. I hope so. So they started, they were using, all the companies were using it. And I was like, yep. girl, you get paid every time they say it. She yep. created. Yeah. So, so <laughs> stuff like that. But, but when shit exists, like... Sunday service and rise and shine when that has existed well before you even a thought like my thing is like how how can you trademark that when you know I mean, what I'm saying? you can't but that's what I'm saying like what well, that sounds like an attorney move because as an attorney what you're trying to do is get people get as much protection for your client as possible mm. um so for them if they use it all the time then of course I'm gonna be like everything down the list and they have the money to blow because trademarks are not cheap but rise and shine like they don't use rise and shine or I get it but the thing is crazy. like the real game when it comes to intellectual property is owning the property and then just charging people for using it, mm. whether you actually do something with it or not. So it's really like a hustle type of thing. Yeah, because the whole thing about trademarks, patents, copyrights, all that is that you have a monopoly on this thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a very lucrative business to be like, I'm the only one who can do this. So if you want to use it, you have to come to me and pay, pay me up. a little bit of money. Oh. So that's why it's like to help, like, so for the best business perspective is to do it with everything. Yes, it doesn't seem right. Yes, we have a problem with it. Yes, we're like, really, why would you do that? But I see it from that perspective. And that's probably because I'm coming from, like, that's my specialty. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, like, trying to, I'm like, girl. It's ridiculous. I just thought the whole You thing, just got it, money to blow. It, it just and, seemed desperate and, to me. I mean, <clears throat> and that's the thing. Like, getting a trademark is not, it's not a cheap process. Yeah. So... Essentially, people who have the money to just throw mm-hmm. whatever out there and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they're in, taking away they're, from people I think their energy would be um, spent better elsewhere doing other things. Yeah. Even like the Sunday, even like the Sunday service, because I'm a flip. How they really tried that? No, I'm a, you know yeah, I'm, a, you I'm a flip another perspective on it. The amount of money it takes to travel to all these different places and. Reserve, you know, get these permits or whatever, and reserve that. That money would be spent better off going to like civic justice organizations, 
that kind of things. Or you know what I would even prefer he do? How about the, drop the Sunday service and actually how about go to go to us Sunday service? Go to us Sunday service. I but, thought he did. Then he went to one a church in Atlanta. Yeah, but let me tell you something. That but then then you got celebrities who don't even go to church showing up showing just up. just to get oh, a photo yeah. walk, True. stuff like that. And then Thomas, I'm here for my. And he went to a mega um, church, I think. Yeah. So why not do something small? I do think, something, and like, also if you, I think really that was about it, very like, gimmicky because he showed up to Howard University and it was very gimmicky, very gimmicky, it was very on gimmicky. purpose. But guess what? I got a challenge for you, Kanye. Here's what you do. I don't believe him. No, the thing is exactly. I want you to go on a tour. No music, nothing involved. I want you to go to all the different HBCUs, learn about their programs. And how about this? If maybe not even the, just the HBCU, visit their music programs because many of them are struggling. A lot of music programs are struggling. That's don't true. don't have enough mm-hmm. members in the band. Fine arts in general. Don't yep. have enough instruments. Mm-hmm. Don't have a, don't even have enough where they can get new uniforms. They're struggling with their buses. How about you go to every different HBCU and you offer your expertise or you offer even a small donation to all those different schools who are struggling? That would be that'd be better spent than playing with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Yeah. Well, who we're not going to play with is y'all because we are going to go to break and we will be right back. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Remy Martin, a single bottle of cognac, may contain hundreds of different ODV harvested, distilled, and aged in barrels over different periods of time. It requires the unique expertise of the cellar master to bring the vast palette into Remy Martin cognac with their unparalleled signature style, harmless, rich, and long on the palate. Remy Martin is not an official sponsor of the NDX Pod, but if you're interested in being a sponsor, please email us at theindxpod at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-N-D-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now let's get on with the show. And we're black. Sorry, guys. I was like, are we going to start or? <laughs> <laughs> I was jamming to the music and got, and got distracted that quickly. <laughs> Jam. But now we're going to get a, a segment that we like to call Champagne and Passport. Champagne and Passport is where we do things in town, out of town, around town, about town, downtown, in the state, out the state, out the country, and all that jazz. Because life is meant to be lived, and that's what we like to do. So the last time we were all together, since it's been two weeks, <laughs> was homecoming. Hey. Howard homecoming to be exact. And we all got together and we went to tailgate with our lovely friend Jay. Shout out to Jay. Thank you for coming. So girl. As well as Brian. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we met up with a whole bunch of my other friends who listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some randoms. I mean, friends that we know, but they were <laughs> random Like when we popped. Well. I mean, I knew they were coming. Yes. So I'm trying to decide oh, if I, I want to go down the whole list. Well, we, had Bruce, we had Bruce, we had Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so many people. Nick, Jeremy. Nick. Um, yeah. I saw someone um, there. Last time I saw him, I was seven. No, 13. Wow. From New York. It was, it's, it's a little brother of two of my friends. And I was like, I was like, Sean, hey, what's up? He was like, uh. You never know who you're going to run into. Yeah, but he didn't know who I was. Right, Homecoming. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Never know. Yeah, we went to tailgate, and this was an interesting tailgate to go to, mm. to say the least. It was the first time that they actually had security. Yeah, which I was surprised at. Mm. So, but you know, this is my alma mater, so I'm a little biased. I'm gonna let you guys take it over for what you thought about tailgate. Drew, go ahead. Um, I've been to Howard's uh, homecoming before mm-hmm. when they specifically had it on the yard. No, that was Yard Fest. Oh, that's Yard Fest. Wait, no. What did they have on the Yard before? Yard Fest. Yard Fest. Is that your? Oh, okay. Yeah, My Tailgate was a, is a newer phenomenon but for homecoming. Tailgate by the McDonald's. Yard Fest. Yeah, yard. but yeah. I just felt like it was a little bit too um, controlled. It was the first year that they had that. It was very. It was the first year. It was like that. It's usually compared to what I'm used to. 
which is a PWI tailgate, but that's mm-hmm. and, oh, and we'll get to yeah. experience that because that's coming up. I'm excited. I yeah. haven't been to one before, so I'm really excited. Yeah, it's coming up. So, um, I enjoyed the music. Um, it, you know, at some points it got a little bit too hood bookerish for me uh, with with the, with the fighting. You mean by the cues? Oh, I see. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but no, because I'm upset with them. You have no many times. But I they got, fought like three times in a, in a span of like 15 minutes. There was that. And then they, a Tommy Don came on and I was trying to move. And they would not let me through. I was like, I'm not trying to see y'all. I'm not trying to cut your line. I'm just trying to get to the other side. I'm literally trying to get to the other <laughs> side of the tailgate. And y'all are stopping me. <laughs> and I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get, let y'all get your thing on. But yeah, they played this Tommy Don like 15 times on Saturday that day. And I, was, I don't understand. I don't. Sorry. I think, I'm, just, I, I'm still upset I, no, about it. No, I think they just wanted to be seen because it was kind of like they were all over there, but no one was really paying, paying them attention. And then like three fights broke out. And I said to myself, I think they were just looking for some type of attention. But anyway, um, as far as like the entire experience, um, I enjoyed myself ultimately because I got to spend it with people I haven't seen in a while. But then I also got to spend it with you all. And the music was great and the mm-hmm. vibes were good. Mm-hmm. Um I think my only critique would be I, it, it felt like we were like being herded like cattle or rather people trying to get in were being herded. It was it was like a sea of people. But I think mm-hmm. that that speaks to the popularity of Howard Homecoming and the tailgate because there's mm-hmm. so many people out there. But they were all like lined up and they they were like, you know, letting people in almost that like was, two by two. Like it was like Noah's Ark or some that shit. That was actually the first time they did that. Um, most, that was in previous years, literally, you can just walk up and yeah. come in t- and walk into tailgate. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And I had um, liquor and I had to chug it. Me, Brian and I came and then they were like, you can't walk in with that. And it was literally in a cup that was very inconspicuous. It was nothing. The thing is, I, it was surprising because um, Xavier, Jade and I met just before we walked in. And the side that we came in, they looked at me. Well, the first was Xavier, who was chugging his liquor while we were walking <laughs> towards the gate. So and obvious. Then, and then, like, I mean, you're going to bring it in. And right, then I sure. had, like, a big purse. And he didn't, they didn't say two words to me, like, have a great time. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's not that bad. But maybe it was just because of the side that we were on. Because we weren't where that big old crowd of people was. We were on the other side by mm. um, Atlantic Pumbling is the side yeah, that we yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah, that's the side that Brian and I walked in. But and we they still checked got, you? Yep, we got collapsed. Wow. And I was like, mm. oh, well. Cause see, I was like, I, the, my, my bag was on the side that they were standing. Mm. And I was like, I'm just going to walk in. And they were like, have a great time. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my thoughts on X, what about you? Um, what did Young Murder Beach say? I ain't like that. <laughs> no, I'm just not. <laughs> I, no, no, I had a great time. It was a great time being with y'all. But I agree with Drew. Like, I guess because I'm not used to that, I'm not, I guess, I have to, for, I have to remember that even though although Howard is a open campus, that the part that that area is in for the tailgate is a specific designated area. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I, I don't know, we don't know the behind the scenes too, but it almost made me seem like they promised the Caucasian people that lived around the area that that's, that we that's were, that we were, like. that we were going to stay in that area and that it wouldn't cause too much disruption to their neighborhood. And then that by a certain time we would be, be out of the area. So that's the only yeah. thing I didn't like I because like it's too. like, do you know how many... <laughs> students and how much money each Howard student, each grad student, each doctoral student, or each person who works in the community, works in the area, the bookstore, the, the whatever, all that stuff, how much they generate for the city for one day, just yeah. go about your business. Yeah. Because you can't try and police everything. Now you're trying to police how much fun black people have because you're afraid that they might stay out there longer than 10 o'clock. We, we deal with U Street and y'all acting crazy and passing out. You know, two, oh, three o'clock do. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we deal with that. So deal with the one weekend of Howard being 
turn. And they're That's even it. worse at um, Adams Morgan. Like they are literally laying, like laid out on the sidewalk I on the floor in right. alleys. Sir, Adams Morgan, they are out there acting a whole donkey, serving po- serving poisonous drinks to people Shh. in Adams Morgan. Yeah. Shit. Um, so yeah, that like both y'all said that was different. It was a little bit different for me because again, yeah. it was <clears throat> for me. It was like. Mm. I looked past that. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, mostly because I was more excited to see the people. Exactly. I saw yeah, right, so yeah. many yeah. people mm-hmm. that I have not seen in so long. And it was so good to catch up with people. Um, people like that was really, really close to when we were in undergrad. You know, life just takes you apart from people. It's just yeah. the, the reality of the beast. And just catching mm-hmm. up, hugging them, seeing them, seeing how, they, how they've been the last, since the last time I was able to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like, re-exchanging numbers again. Like, re-exchanging contacts and stuff. And just having a great time yeah. getting to know people. And I think that's probably <clears> what <throat> made me overlook a lot of it. Like I said, the cues did annoy me. <laughs> they did. They, they, uh, did. they put my annoyance meter at 10. And it's never at a 10. They put me in a 10. I was like, yeah. y'all have got to stop. Um, and the thing is, I don't even know if those are Howard cues. Mm. Because Howard Hughes don't fight, not each other. So <laughs> I don't like, this be like a battle of chapters or some shit. Because there, there are like other chapters do come for Howard for the Howard Homecoming experience. Well, maybe they the were beefing, but I think I I just didn't think it was a good look. Because how are you like having this like intra fighting? Like it was just so. That sounds like they can't be Howard out Howard Hughes. There's so, no way. So it must have been like different chapters, chapters like beefing with. But then like. You're supposed to show solidarity and brotherhood if that's what y'all are. What probably but. broke it up was I saw Hughes <clears throat> getting in there to break it up. Those are probably the Howard Hughes that came in and tried to break it up because that's not what that's not what homecoming is about. Where it's all about love. It's the supposed ghetto. to be all it's accepting. About unity. It's yeah. about brown liquor. We were welcoming to everybody. Um, <clears throat> oh, do you know who, who got mad at me? Well, not mad at me, but <clears throat> oh got, yeah, somebody, Bruce. Got, somebody got mad at you, Bruce. Bruce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bruce. Bruce was like, Drew, I gotta talk to you. So. Bruce. <laughs> So he called me. He called me the next day, but like oh, it was. Oh, he called you. Man? Yeah, and oh, we were talking shit. on the phone for like a minute. Wow, really? Yeah, we were talking, but it, it was really, fine. He's it was really fine. perturbed. Oh, yeah. he must have really been bent. Shout man. out to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> he did call me, talk to me about it, but I was just like, I, I mean, I didn't know. He found it funny, but I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were trying to do what you were trying to do, and I, mean, I was like, I was know. just hungry. That's all. Yeah. Y- y'all not gonna understand it. it I mean, if y'all really yeah. So, it, um, it was my ten-year graduation reunion. Just for context, so we were over by my section. By my, excuse me, not my section. Just <laughs> me. I didn't pay for it. Section I mean, I didn't pay line. for it by myself. It was <laughs> ten-year section, right? It was a ten-year section where our entire class got together and we had a little photo booth area set up, and they were also serving food. Um, if you if you were in the class and you chose to purchase a food ticket, you could. And I chose not to just because I have a thing with other people who eat my food that I have not tasted before, mm-hmm. as well as um, buffet style food, especially out in the open in a space like tailgate. <laughs> like, oh, so then you may not want to eat when we come to, when you come to our tailgate. But mean, our food is usually good, but well, I know, I'm we'll, not, we'll talk about I'm it not later. opposed to like eating buffet food mm-hmm. per se. Well, it's just that I know what tailgate is like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, and I've been the coordinator of tents before mm-hmm. or helped to coordinate tents before and I know how chaotic it gets yeah. and that's when I'm just kind of like do I want to deal with this no so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't absolutely <laughs> um but in order to get the food you needed a wristband and a ticket I again I did not purchase the food wristband so mm-hmm. Bruce who's one of our all of our mutual friends mm-hmm. um he did get one that I saw there were several people in the area that knew but I was trying to find someone that they both knew who mm-hmm. um had it who had one mm-hmm. And the first person I saw was Bruce. He just helped me talking to someone. 
didn't realize that he was trying to shoot a shot. Sorry, Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we definitely like we flagged him over like it was an emergency, and he was like, "Yo, I am trying to work something." No, here. but it was like, so oh, funny because all bad. three of us like, "Bros." Yeah, we were like we, were so we, hungry. we like flagged him down pretty seriously, and then we saw him like leaned up against Shorty, and I was like, oh. "I mean, I didn't, I didn't know." But I was hungry. I, I don't know. I thought it was, she was just a friend. I did she's too. Just a friend. Oh baby, but uh, that was the context of the whole. You, you, you know, Miss Ling. I ain't talking about no Miss Ling Ling. I'm talking about Miss Thing Thing from that part. Oh, <laughs> you know from Norway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of tailgate, though, Xavier also went to his own tailgate. Yes. So I was obviously Drew and I myself were not there, but no, I felt not. like I lived. We weren't invited. Xavier's, I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's I'm out of town. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, right. No, I just couldn't make the trip. That's all. Um, but. For the, from the videos that I saw, it looked like pretty lit. Like it was raining. It looked it was like pouring down rain, and they were still dancing, getting it, serving food, having a good time. And then some girl's wig fell off. Some, <laughs> she was, which did me, did, which did make Greek oh shenanigans. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, shout out to the home team. Um, <laughs> Secure those late fr- lace fronts, ladies. Um, stronger glue. Stronger so glue. I mean, it was just a really great time. Um, as soon as. Orangeburg just has this thing like it just encapsulates you in love as soon as you come into it, even though like you're going to go through some things <laughs> matriculating there. But um, it was just beautiful connecting with everyone, seeing how far everyone has come. It was like a lot of love, a lot of good vibes. Um, went to the step show. Got to see cash now. Um, she performed <laughs> She performed a few um, songs in her t-shirt and leggings, which, you know, Cash Doll, you know. And a half twerk. She didn't fully twerk, she half Listen, Cash Doll, listen. <laughs> she gave you a little appetite. I don't know what the, what, the, what the dynamics were, but you, got, you come on now. You we know, but anyway. But um, so shout out to Cash Doll, because her album, y'all, is really good. Oh, is it? Okay, um, yes, I might this, be able to listen. Every DJ, if you don't have uh, Buss It in, your, in the twerk portion of your um mix yes, that, that you, mm-hmm. like, you really like literally. So her, so her actual album, not like a no, EP the or whole no, the whole album is fire. No, no she has an actual album or yes, an EP. called Stack. No, an album oh. called Stack. Oh, it came out. Yeah, it came out Friday on um, the eighteenth, I think. Oh, so it's brand new, brand new. Yeah, no, so I'm not, it's not late. Okay. It came I out, know. It came out the, day, same, okay. the same day she performed. Oh, oh yes. okay. Then I'm <laughs> even more upset at her in her performance, and that was that would have been thank, great thank promotional. Thank you. I didn't realize it came out. the But same shout day out to the students at our school, the alumni of school, knew the lyrics even though it just came out. Oh, to the songs. So, um, so it was really dope, really great to see um my mentors, people that um that I looked up to when I was in school, and people that um looked up to me, and it was just it was a really, really, really good time. Had a you know a lot of accoutrements and um mm. you know just <laughs> and then and just reaching and, out and touching people, re, you know, and it was great to reach out and touch and Without connect permission. And, and connect. No, always with com- permission. Consent oh, okay. is important. Always. Yeah, with oh, consent. absolutely, and that's yes. what we believe on this. Mm-hmm. Show. I don't. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. So yeah. So um yeah, but a really great time. Good. So, just to wrap up this segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Great time. <laughs> do you guys want to do a rating of homecoming in general or a Howard homecoming rating? Which one? We'll do homecoming in general. Just homecoming in general. Okay. It, I mean, it, it wouldn't be fair because we didn't attend X's own, right? Yeah, you missed out. It looked like it was good. You missed out. Like, yeah. I normally don't like partying in the rain, but y'all been Drew, I'm going to take you to Bojangles when we go down there. Oh, 
please. The, the one with the, the two-piece the and the bullets. shot? Not the one with the two-piece and a bullet. Oh, two-piece and a bullet, that one. Yeah. No, I think it did. Come on, Drew. You got to tell the two-piece and the bullet story real, real quick so people know what we're talking oh, so, about. So basically, so we have so we have two Bojangles and on Orangeburg. And y'all see why I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, two Bojangles on Orangeburg. And just one is just, it's a little bit more risky for your, for your lifestyle. But you do get more food. So if you're willing to get more food, you know. But why is it no, you have to put it in some serious context. <laughs> Why is it more risky? Well, because there may be bodily injury to you. Serious um, bodily injury. There may be. And they, listen. Like you get shot every other day. <laughs> well, listen. That's what you told me. Listen. Well, look. Di- listen. Nope. Things happen. Not and that. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want that to happen. How did you that up to things right, happen? <laughs> exactly. Shit. But listen. For a tender supreme box, listen, you have to sacrifice and three shots, a, a few things, but no, um, it's really, I mean, hold on, I, I really gotta stop again because I'm like, I really like, I fell back in love with my school, like, I never That's lost, I, I never lost the love for my yeah. school, but you know how as time progresses and you go back and you're like, you know, the you. You see that the the dynamic has changed. Yeah, some, the some nostalgia on kicks back in. Yeah, and yeah. you start thinking, uh, oh, it's not the same as when I went to school. But then you had those moments when you're tailgating and when you're on the field and when you're in the pouring rain, but you don't even realize <laughs> that you're all wet and in the pouring rain. Mm. But you're having a great time. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. it brings back memories. That's, mm-hmm. That was my thing. My experience yeah. was bringing back memories of like, oh, you remember when we were in Meridian and this happened, or you remember when you were in the annex and this happened. Shout out to the you best hall, Batista. You remember this, the, 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 like mm-hmm. this, great, this big things that happened on campus. Like, yeah. We're living with people mm-hmm. who I was there with. with it was yeah. just such a great experience. Exactly. And and I lived on campus the entire time, even yeah, in grad, even in grad school. Oh, so oh. I, yeah, so I got the full like. You now people mm-hmm. like, oh, college, yes, the full. Bet you did. Experience. Okay. Sorry, we went on a little bit of tangents. We just miss each other, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, out of five champagne flutes, five being the best, one being the worst, what would you give your overall homecoming experience in general? I'm going to go with five. Five? Yeah, I'll give it a five. Same. Five. Five. That's our first yes. five across the board, hey. y'all. Very fitting, though. Hey. And if you ever want to come out with us and just kick it and whatnot, uh, next week on Halloween, we will be out on the U Street as well as Park. Park. Are we going to park? Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to be, Park's going to be like a drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. most likely you're going to meet, see us on U Street. Hour um, or less. I'm yeah. Probably home. like, what time are you thinking? Probably like eight-ish? Nine-ish? To get there for eight-ish? No, U Street. Not Park, oh. but U Street. No, I, think, I think we should get to Park maybe for around seven. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that sounds great. So, so probably any time after eight. I need a nap, too, if I'm going to be out that late. Yeah, you need you. Fair. A nap. A <laughs> I'm nap not bullshitting. And, I'm going to need a nap. No, that's fair. Fair. Nap, some Pepto-Bismol. And... You got to hydrate. Um, Ooh, so yeah. should, we, should we give a little hint? Can we give our listeners a hint oh, yeah. about what we're going to be? That's another thing, too. We will be in full costume. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have seen Xavier's personal Instagram page and saw his uh, previous year's work. Mm. Last year, it was the, I think it was probably the first time we were together for Halloween, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but I met up with Xavier. We were hanging out, bar hopping. I don't know where she was. He was probably sleeping. Well, last <laughs> year? I can't recall what I was doing. He was hibernating. Might have been. And, and I do that. Because so. it was kind of like a last minute thing, I feel yeah, like, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I went out there in my halfway done Minnie Mouse costume <laughs> that was recycled lot, yeah. from a previous year. It worked though. And Xavier came out in full makeup, full like wig as Lion Scar. King. Scar. It was to the point that I, he was like texting me like, "Hey, where you at?" Right in front of the spot. It was like, "I am too." 
I don't see you. And he had to tap me on the shoulder. He was like, hey, Neeks. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even recognize him. So uh, that's the level that we're going to go with because oh, we, have to, going keep, hard we have to keep yes. up with Xavier. Yeah. So listen, listen, we're going hard. Listen, they're going to they're gonna beat me this year. I promise you they're going to be. Well, so let's. Show. All right. So let's have a little fun before we move on to the next okay. segment. So let's each take a turn asking the other just two questions. Although mm-hmm. y'all know what I'm going to be. Yeah. But, let, but yeah. you know, let's not reveal it. But let's just be tongue in cheek about um, your questions and answering. All right. So you can. A- so each of you can ask me two questions about who I'm going to be. And I'll answer yes or no. Oh, yes or no questions only. Yes. Okay. Uh, you go first, okay, sex. Okay. Yeah. Is, is but don't make it too easy for the okay, listeners. Okay, 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 okay. Is this person a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> they don't specify. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's kind of um, difficult for our listeners. I'm going to make the assumption yes. Okay, okay. I, can, do I ask my second question or does it go to Neeks? No, you can ask your second Okay, my second question. What the fuck? Hmm. Ah. Does this person wear tidy whities or boxer briefs? Probably tidy whities. Okay. I actually can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <I> can <laughs> right. See that. Okay. Okay. Um. Is this person? A real life person or a um, fictional? Fictional, yeah. Fictional. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> fictional. Fictional. Mm-hmm. And so you said fictional. Is is it the same? Per, is it the same race as you or different? Same. Okay. okay. So Neeks. Yeah, they don't know my costume. So I'm excited for this. Um, <laughs> is your person male yes i'm doing a female version but it is a male the character the person is male traditionally a male male okay is this person in a movie or like animation movie well both (gasps) i know where you're gonna be We'll talk afterwards. <laughs> I know who you're going to be. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You yep. both. Okay. I, I know exactly who she's going to be. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, oh, I got it. Is this person in the DC or Marvel universe? No. Oh, damn. Okay. Never mind. Is, <laughs> is this person in the action or sci-fi universe? Yeah, sci-fi. Okay. All right, those are my two. Next right. one, ask X. And then I'll answer. <sighs> Come on with it. So, Come on with it. Going with the same thing. Is it someone in the superhero realm? It is. Well, um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Superhero realm? You mean not DC Marvel? Yeah, DC Marvel. Or comic book? Yeah. Comic mm-hmm. book general. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Have we seen this person in film in 2019? By film, do you mean television, animated, or film, or cross? Like on, like on the screen. Yeah. No, for well, film and TV is different. So. Oh. I mean, well, yeah. Was it on film or TV? And if it's film, just say film. If it was on TV, say TV. Both. Mm. Hmm. Okay. 
Is your person black? Hmm. Okay, I'll put it this way. This person... Probably alien. No. Well, well, that's a good question. Is the, person, is the person black? Actually, okay, I'll put it... It could be anybody. The, the person is not bound by race. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And... In this person's origin story, mm-hmm. did... With every superhero story... Um, did their parents die while they were at a young age? This <laughs> face right now. <laughs> mm, see? Well, no. Okay. All right. That's interesting. So we know what Drew's costume is going to oh, be, but, he, but we don't know Xavier's <laughs> or myself. Or they don't, I know what mine is, this but they don't know what I am. So it's going to be good. Let's see if I can... Uh, I mean, I'm going to be able to identify Drew because we know who he's going to be. But <laughs> mine is going to be so obvious. <laughs> but I wonder if we're going to get any walk past each other because we don't recognize each other's <laughs> Well, well, we're all meeting up before we go, so. Yeah. I all mean, right. you can still be like walk right past somebody, like literally. That's true. It can still happen. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're getting to our next segment that we'd like to call Melanin Rich. Melanin Rich. So we talk about wellness from the perspective of a Black millennial. We talk about things that we experience and are going through and working through and trying to like have conversations that are kind of like a semi deeper level ish, mm. sometimes ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just ways to like. Work through things, and hopefully it'll spark some conversation with you guys, all with um, you all as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this topic came from actually one of our listeners, and we all loved it, so we thought we'd talk about it today. And it's, the topic is nine to five shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are unfamiliar, nine to five shaming is basically when, well, in today's society, we're in an era where, thankfully, there are more and more non-conventional ways of um, in earning money, mm-hmm. whether it's being an entrepreneur, being an influencer, which is a brand new thing these days, being an influencer. It's a whole career. Working the pole. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's been around for a while, though. Yeah, but it, it was like, but it's it was shunned. Yeah, it was shunned mm-hmm. before. And now it's kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. there's so many different avenues that you mm-hmm. can earn money that's not, you know, working for a corporation, working for the government, True. working yeah. for, you know, um, another person, essentially. <clears throat> and it's getting to the point that there's several different, like, posts, tweets, Articles about essentially saying why are you still at your nine to five, mm. and that's what nine to five shaming is, mm. um, making you feel bad for going the traditional route. And by traditional, that means like going to school, getting you know getting a post secondary education. Because mm. now in today's society, you don't necessarily need one in order to um, be successful. You really don't. Um, depending on what you're doing, of course, you can't be an attorney and not have <laughs> right, a lottery. Have a lottery. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> Um, Kim K. Oh, <laughs> Phaedra Parks. Sorry, I'm just playing. She has lottery. No, I'm, no, I'm just playing. But <laughs> I was like, she's a real attorney. <laughs> a ghetto attorney, but. Um. So my first question is: Have either of you experienced um, nine to five shaming, whether it's personally or seen someone do it, or like read a comment or something and felt like, well. Um, I've seen people do it, but I've seen. They're mostly um, people who had to make a way out of no way. Like, they didn't go to college, so they had no choice but to do it. Or maybe they did things in their past that, you know, stopped them from being able to live the life they want to. So their only choice was entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or, you know, but, you know, they really... You know, I don't like the narrative that people try to use with, oh, a college degree, it won't really... It's like, "Mm, 
Well, it, it's still know, necessary. It's yeah. very necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You should not encourage the next generation to just to graduate from go. high school yeah. and just what? With what money? Like, what do they do? Like, what? Exactly. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do they do? Mm-hmm. No trade, jumping out of here with what? Mm-hmm. But want to have a cell phone, want to keep the flies, kicks, and where do you think that comes from? That comes from work. Yeah. Whether it be entrepreneur or whether it be going to school and stacking your bread or on scholarship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you, Drew? Um, it's never happened to me. I haven't had anyone nine to five shame me, mm-hmm. um, nor have I seen anyone who has quit their conventional jobs and have um, moved on to something that's unconventional. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I would say that it's very, I don't, I would be turned off by someone who has had a nine to five that all of a sudden is nine to five shaming because you have to remember like we're, we're all coming from mm-hmm. humble beginnings we're all coming from the same place and you know what it's like to to either struggle or to be in a nine to five wanting to you know work for yourself and have your own hours it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anything that's so modern like you are an influencer or you're trying to be an actor or a stylist mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be something like that it could be something where you're your own boss and you're creating your own hours but um, for people to 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 move on from conventional ways of making a living to then shame people who are still doing that, I think it's very disingenuous, and I just don't have respect for those kind of people. No, I agree with really. that. Yeah. And I haven't again, I, mimicking you too. I haven't um, personally experienced nine to five shaming, but I have seen several different posts and stuff. I'm looking at them like mm. that's not like. And there's nothing against these people. Like, for example, you get the Gary Vicks of the world who are like, don't go to school, don't mm-hmm. go to college. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's preaching. But then he's also, I think when people hear those type of things, they're not hearing the whole message mm-hmm. for certain people. Yeah. I think there's some people who are just like, don't go to school. You don't need it. Da, 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 da. And then there are people who, I brought up Gary Vick because he's very artful when, he's, when he says it. Because Gary Vick, if you don't know him, he's a serial entrepreneur with everything that he touches ends up turning to gold. Like he has the, he has the ability to see the vision before it happens. Like he was one of the early investors in Uber before Uber was Uber. Oh. So you can imagine how much money how he's much making money you got right now. Right. <laughs> he was in the wine industry became, before it came the wine industry. Like he just sees things before it happens. And mm-hmm. he's always like, I got here because I believed it and I went for it and people didn't believe me, but it anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> but when he said, tells people don't go to school, he's like, don't go to school because you feel like you have to go to school. Go to school because you know it's for what you want to do, which is, I think, the, what the message should be. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be don't go to school because that's the quote-unquote man's work mm-hmm. and like you're just going to get in debt and all this kind of stuff. Like, taking on the negatives, do you get in debt? Yes. Am I in debt personally? Yes. I have mm-hmm. law school loans. <laughs> right. Right. But it's worth it to me because it's directly related to what I need to do. And mm-hmm. I, I needed the credentials, and I had to go to school to get those credentials. Right. And I think we have to be careful in doing that because it doesn't make sense. Like, you have to really think. Would you want a doctor who didn't go to school? Right. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Would you want someone doing your taxes who never took the CPA exam? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. you wouldn't. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I think we have to be realistic. And I don't think people who 9 to 5 shame are being realistic. And that's very unfortunate because mm-hmm. it's also turning people away. And for the bigger arc and things that personally resonates with me is that I feel like today's society, and this is kind of what 9 to 5 shaming goes into, mm-hmm. it's more so like they want people to do what they want to do. It's kind of like you keep saying, why would you do X, Y, and Z when you can do this? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And I'm just kind of like, you do realize that people can do different things and it's totally okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and if it wasn't think, for you, it's fine. And that's why I think, like, the same subscription is not going to work for everybody. You no. can't say, oh, you know, school's you know, not necessary. And maybe for some people it is necessary because they need to be able to tap into and, and nurture whatever their interests are. You know, um, getting that help from, like, professors and, like, other students. But you can't mm-hmm. just tell people, oh, well, you know. Uh, having a college degree is, you know, not necessary because I was able to do it. That that subscription does not work for everybody. So you have to be very careful mm-hmm. in the messaging that you are telling young people because they are very impressionable and they will take that to heart, feeling like they don't have to further their their knowledge or experiences mm-hmm. um, in the world. So you have to be very careful. Yeah, you do. Um, I had a thought and I lost it. No, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Well, it no, was, I mean, it was worth, go ahead. I know that it's important to me. I feel like it is important. Like for me, it's a certain age where. I don't want to be working for someone. Um, just like the, you know, just because some people, you know, that, and that's a whole other conversation for them, but some people don't know how to go to work and go home. They create, dra- <laughs> they create drama at work that just doesn't need to be there. We're yeah, all here. I agree with that. We're all here to do that. a purpose, to do a thing and go home. Mm-hmm. People got enough stuff that they're dealing with in their personal lives. Why are you coming to work and being messy, Marvin? And so I think that's what leads a lot of people to mm-hmm. want to be entrepreneur because it's like, even if I get on my, even if you have multiple personalities and you get on your own nerves, <laughs> and you get on your own nerves, it's still better than getting, you know, realizing that someone is basically trying to, you know, dictate the yeah. progression of your career. But as an entrepreneur, you create your own progression mm-hmm. yeah. and you create your own networks. And you, and I think it's just healthy to, um, to have that if you can, but it's not for everybody, just like college isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and going back mm-hmm. to that, you were talking, reminded mm-hmm. me of what I was going to say. Um, just touched on what Drew said earlier mm-hmm. about knowing someone who worked 95 and then went mm-hmm. into a non nine to five job. I do know people who did that. Oh. So same here. Um, <clears throat> and there's something you said. I think they're the most, the, it's interesting that those people are the most advocates for being like, do what your heart says to do. Yep. They were like, yep. I went this route because I had a vision, I had a dream, and mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't do it doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. And the only way to do it was to jump, is to jump, jump out, out on there. faith yep. and just mm-hmm. make it work. And it was like sink or swim. And thankfully, they all swam yeah. in their own way. They all yep. swam. Mm-hmm. And I'm go. very proud of them yep. and there all their go. accomplishments and things that they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually inspiring for me because I know they know some things that I have always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Podcast being one of them. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> And always being told, like, being shamed, like, well, you do this. Like, for me, example, mm-hmm. everybody knows I'm an attorney. Right. Um, attorneys are thought of as being, like, very rigid people. Like, they only do this one thing. There's only one type of attorney. It's always trial attorney and things mm-hmm. of that, like, in that nature. Um, something that I personally try to fight against is that there isn't one way to be an attorney. And plus, one, that's one. Because most people think attorney and think trial attorney have to be in front of a judge. That's not. Right. You need attorneys for everything. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. And my passion is not to be in front of a judge. My passion is to help some, help someone build their business. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's where IP comes in. Because if y'all didn't know, you need an IP attorney. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. <laughs> someone mm-hmm. who does contracts and someone who does IP. So most likely you're going to have one in the same because mm-hmm. they go together. But mm-hmm. you need someone with contracts and someone with IP. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing that, like, for me... I know I can't serve every piece of myself just in this one lane. Um, so my whole thing is like, I think there's a way to mesh all of them together. So seeing people go out and like take the leap and do mm-hmm. it themselves. And like, they're like, I wasn't happy with what I was doing before. I knew I wanted to do something different and I'm going to jump out and do it anyway. I'm in a space where I'm like, I love what I'm doing, but I also want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find a space to do both, yeah. <laughs> which is a lot, but <laughs> It's doable. Yeah. Um, that brings me to one of my friends. Her name is Stephanie Golston of um, 
cultivated since. Shout out to Stephanie. She's hey, listening. Um, she came up or she brought to my attention that there is something called like the multi. Um, the multi. Cor- no. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Hence we're geeks over here, y'all. <laughs> but she was um, mentioning to me that it's possible for one person to have several different careers in one lifetime. And it's not mm-hmm. that they're disjointed or they don't know what they're doing. Right. It's that they're speaking to different parts of that person. Exactly. And she was like, her whole business plan, her whole business model, her whole vision is like trying to get people to see that you can do multiple things at mm-hmm. one time and bring it all together. Right. So my question for you guys is, mm-hmm. do you think your current career satisfy everything that you want to do? No. And the second part to that is, um, do you, if you were to do something different mm-hmm. or something different were to take off for you, would mm-hmm. you ever consider leaving your, your full-time job to do that? Or were you trying to find a balance between both of them? Or like, how would that work? So for me, the first question is no. My current um, <clears throat> employment situation is not what I want to do. I'll just be quite, you know, bare and honest here. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, if I had an opportunity... It, what was your second question? I think it was if you had the I, opportunity to, to either do what to, I really to either do, do what you really wanted would, to do, would you take the leap to go ba- do it, or would you? Like, and if you loved, would you? That was like a two part. Like, if leap. it was no, right. would you leap? And if it's yes, would you still try to do something outside of what oh, you're? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was trying to consolidate like the two aspects of that one question. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would leap. <laughs> I would leap. There, there's, there's no reason for me to balance what I'm currently doing with, mm-hmm. um, what's my path because because the two are so different. Like I really can't, I can't make sense of trying to balance the two while trying to like really um, invest myself in my passion, if that makes any sense. So like balancing the two just doesn't make sense because the two are totally different things and one I really want to do and one I don't want to do. So I'd much rather give up the thing that I don't want to do, which is my current situation. If, if, if we're taking in consideration yeah. the opportunity to be able to do what it is that I want to do, mm-hmm. I'd much rather give up what I'm currently doing to um, put my all into uh, my passion, providing that that opportunity is there. And I know that if I put my all into it, that, you know, I would have some type of result or the result that I want. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. What about you, X? Mm. Well, no, I mean... If- it is an aspect of what I've worked so hard and learned to do, mm-hmm. but it's not my full potential. Gu- yeah, it's not yeah. my full. You know my full thing. Full like, gusto. Not thing. That type of thing. And uh, <laughs> 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 it's not the full whatever. Um, but if the opportunity presents itself, absolutely, because you only have one life to live. You have to, you know, go with God and and do what you want to do because when those times pass you, like one day, I'm not gonna be able to do what I do. One day these bones are gonna be old, and nobody <laughs> gonna be hitting my phone. It's gonna be dry, and so I think I'm it's laughing important at his to face seize, when he's all this. <laughs> seize these things. You know what I'm saying? To seize these moments. So seize while, the day while still being wholesome, right? Exactly, because even when I'm 50 and 60, I'm going to be the most wholesome man, you know? In, in the home. The black Mr. Rogers. Oh, my <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I kind of already told y'all, like, I love my I love what I do, my job, my mm-hmm. um, career path, in my nine to five career mm-hmm. path. But also, want, there's other creative outlets that I want to do. I also have a very creative part of myself, and I want to be able to express that. Um so I'd be open to like doing both. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to do both. Maybe yeah. there's a way they merge somehow. 
and I'll probably just be balance, doing a balancing act until I can figure out how they both, how they work together because I think mm-hmm. everything does work together. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> just a matter of figuring it out <laughs> and taking yeah. time to figure it out. And when I get there, I'll let y'all know. Oh. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think what else. Listen, if Pizza Hut can put cheese and crust, anything is possible. What? <laughs> how does that? No. It doesn't make sense. It like, does not. It doesn't make sense. Are we done here? <laughs> so I think like overall, I think it's a great idea to have the ability to have options to do what we do. Mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of it. I just wish people would stop trying to force people force things down people's throats. Yes. Like, oh. Pause. He's so immature. Oh my gosh. Saviors <laughs> <laughs> now. Says the wholesome person. Right. <laughs> After you say he's gonna be wholesome. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> but I just wish that people would let people be themselves. If they want to do nine to five and that's where their passion is, what their mm-hmm. dream is, let them do that. If yours is something else, you could do that too. Mm-hmm. I just want people to stop trying to force people into liking things that they like. Yes. Because sidebar, mm-hmm. I was on Twitter the other day oh. and I saw this girl with this huge ass. It was like a huge ass. Ten yes. part rant. About why she oh, doesn't. Oh, I thought you why, said a huge ass. Oh no, it was. I'm saying it was the, the thread. Oh, oh, the thread oh, was wrong. Oh. About why she doesn't believe that traveling should be pressed on people, and how traveling is actually a bad thing. It doesn't make you more interesting. The whole thing about how it doesn't make you, you more interesting. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? She's boring, ain't she? You said all of this. I don't know who it was. It was retweeted onto my timeline. So oh. I have no idea. Oh. I don't know who this person is. But I was like, you put all this energy into something mm-hmm. that no one was trying to make you do. Ex- Hello. Yeah. No exactly. One would, and it was kind of like, well, you know, people say you can travel full of. Well, that's because most people, when you ask them, when they when they say, oh, I would travel, mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. tell someone, like from mm-hmm. my experience, I like to travel. When I tell someone I like to travel, they're like, oh, you know, I would try to do it if I could afford to. And right. I'm always like, well, my first my first response though, if you really want to, let me know. I have some tips and tips and tricks to help you mm-hmm. travel for the low because I've done it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I just I feel like I should travel the country first. I've traveled all over the U.S. I haven't visited all 50 states. There's a goal. But I've traveled all over the U.S. before I started going out of the country. And just like every, every it was literally like her rant was every excuse in the book why mm-hmm. somebody would say they don't travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, you could have just said you don't like to travel. Now, I will say this, though. And no, people will leave you alone. One caveat that I will say that I do kind of don't like when people do this. Don't say you like to travel. You wish you could go all these places. And you'd be like, oh, but it's just so expensive and the thing you'd be talking about is expensive is a passport but every time the sneaker drop you drop in 300 400 dollars every mm. single time and then you're like but Tell i just what well, well, it doesn't like just the passport it. literally it's like a hundred dollars yes literally like come on out and every time the sneaker drop you spending your whole check that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but it, that's just an example it, of why I feel like if you don't like something, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to tell people that you don't like it. Just don't like it and let them go about their business and they'll let you go about yours. Period. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel about the nine to five shaming. Um, in general, I think our consensus is that we don't think it should be a thing. Um, but if you do like an unconventional style, then do it. If you don't, then don't. don't yeah. It's just it's, that simple. It's, it's, I was just about to say that. <laughs> people overcomplicate things, and I think people are trying to feel like they have to fit in a mold they don't have to fit. Exactly. Um, if you have any other questions, comments about this topic or any others, or you have any suggestions, by all means, hit us up at the Indie X Pod on IG and Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's at T-H-E-N-D-X-P-O-D. Or shoot us an email on our email account, theindiexpod at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-N-D-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. 
All right, we're going to take a break and be right back. Hey there. Do you suffer from hyperpigmentation or discoloring of the skin from acne, cuts, or bruising? Well, try Palmer's Skin Success Anti-Dark Spot Corrective Fade Serum. It visibly corrects discoloration, dark spots, post-acne scars, sun damage, you name it. All you have to do is apply a small amount as a thin layer on the infected area twice a day or use as directed by a doctor. Listen, I use it and have seen some amazing results. You can get it at any participating pharmacy near you. Also, Palmer's is not a sponsor of this program. However, if you have a business that you would like to see advertised on this podcast, you can email us at thendxpod at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-N-D-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our Instagram or Twitter at thendxpod. That's T-H-E-N-D-X-P-O-D. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, let's get on with the show. intro from Greenleaf. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all know the vibes. Every Amen. week. You know, we cover Greenleaf um, every week, except for the weeks we're not here. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, listen, y'all. Last night was a crazy episode. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Drew, Nick's thoughts on last night's episode. I hate Carissa even I don't know now. who's trusting me out more, Charity or Carissa? Carissa. Carissa. Both of them. No, I'm she got played, though. She, she got played trying to break back into the safe because she thought she had the combo. And she but, didn't. I mean, she did have the combo, but May had came in there and wiped the clean. I was like, yep. that's Lady yep. May Lady. for She'd you. She be knowing stuff. Yep. Lady may be knowing. But, but what really got me about Carissa was when she tried to give Jacob the guilt trip about, like, blaming her or assuming that she is stepping out on the mare. She's like, She's like, you're the talk, and, I'm, and you think I'm a whore, but no. you just so, slept with um, there is Ricky Martin twice. multiple <laughs> things I took. Oh. <laughs> I was doing so well. At the oh, you hit the mic? Oh, there you go. Um, there was a couple things that at first I took issue that were triggering for me. Mm-hmm. One of them being, okay, first, sis, you know you're doing dirt. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what, are you, what are you really doing? And you know it's already bad enough that you're having an affair, mm-hmm. but who is with? And what you did in order to get into that situation is mm-hmm. actually really, really, that's what makes it super foul. Yes, yeah. it's already mm-hmm. foul to be, you know, be, uh, step mm-hmm. out of your marriage, but it's super foul to do it in the way that she did it. Mm-hmm. That was one. And then two, to kind of keep bringing up his past, like, sis, either you forgave him and you moved on or you didn't. Or you didn't. Yep. Exactly. I'm just like, you can't keep holding that over his head. Like, he's never going to be able to grow from that or move past it because you won't let him. Do you know what I think is going to happen to his character? What? Or not to his character, particularly to their story arc? Mm-hmm. I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Either Jacob and Chris are going to get divorced and then they're going to have, like, this different type of, like, um, like co-parenting type of story mm-hmm. or Chris is going to get killed and then he's going to be a widower. You think Carissa get killed? I don't know. Well, 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 not, not, not. Oh, so it's not that type of show. Or, 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 or <laughs> she'll die. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think she might I think, get I think, outcast. I think one of the two. They're probably because definitely gonna get. I think she's gonna get outcast. Yeah, definitely. she'll get. Once they find out what happened, she's gonna be outcast. So, so point being, I think he's going to be like a single dad. Mm-hmm. But how that happens is TBD. You mean going into the next season? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this has been a crazy episode. Even from we dealt with the engagement, we know that they want Harmony and Hope wants to buy the land and develop it. They say they want to make quote unquote, Grace, quote unquote, and they said they want to make Grace the pastor of it. It's we a all, lie. 
We also see Nikki's moving her things into the cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, we also caught up and we see Sophia's going off with Nikki's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We see Grace is still stressed out as per usual. And whenever Charity mentions anything about her son, Grace always got that face like, oh, 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 oh. that, that like, blows me every it. time. Cause every she be time. so, she be so confident and she, yeah. she's saying, yeah, she she'd be like, so she'd be like, but, and then Charity be like, but your son and Grace be like, oh, Right. <laughs> it gets me. The anime stress time. <laughs> right. The, the anime. Oh, yeah. Every time. <laughs> like, coming down, I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really have I've gained even greater respect for Lady May. I yep. love how she called Charity to the carpet. Actually, the conversation mm-hmm. she had with Grace saying, maybe it's my parenting that has Charity this way. Like, Charity seems like she hasn't properly healed from the Kevin situation. She hasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's clear because we haven't seen that child again. Like, where is. <laughs> Child, the child is missing mm. in action again. Um, but a really, really solid episode. So, Drew, what do you think? It's only a f- couple episodes, two to three episodes left. What do you for think? the whole season? Or yeah, doing like a mid season for the whole like season, I believe. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I hope we gotta stop with these short seasons. I'm, I'm hoping it's a mid season, but you know, it yeah. might be. I mean, I definitely think they're gonna get the church back. How they get it back is, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat for that. Right. Um, but like I mentioned, I think Carissa and Jacob. I think that story. The way it's headed, I think they're going to be finished. They're going to be done. Um, you alluded to it, I think. What's the daughter's name? Um, Which one? Jacob's daughter. Sophia. So, no, no. Um, Zora. 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 Mm-hmm. I think you know she's end up. You know she's going to end up dipping in the lady pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's right by the pond. Oh well, yeah, and she's about to dip her whole toe in there <laughs> or her tongue. Um, <laughs> um, I just don't know what's going to happen with AJ. I don't know. All right, so I have many different theories it, with that. It's getting a little messy now. It's kind of like, where is he? What it is, is he doing? Either, I feel it's, like either he's know. sick, one of his, like, one somebody he's close to is sick, like, or something like, like mental. No, I no, think no, he's the selling, I think he's selling the medicine. Oh, really? You think? I think as so. a drug dealer. As a drug dealer. Really think I think he's because remember the the previous episode because we missed we haven't been here for two weeks so the previous mm-hmm. episode. Sophia was talking to AJ because she was trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Well, he came to see her. I think. And he, she was trying to give him some money because she knew yeah, he she didn't his help. Bag. And that's when she <clears throat> saw the medicine. Then she was just like, I don't care what y'all think. He was like, when she confronted him about it, she was like, so you lied. Like, you you know, we stuck up for you. That's what family does. And you were lying the whole time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, when you find out the tr- when you find out what I really have to say, you're not going to want anything to do with me anyway. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think, like, is that really her son? Yeah. There's something, there's something there. There's something like, there's some surprise that's going to go on with him. And... I like that my prediction was right. Something not right with him. Something not right with him. I wanted him to be a good fit into like, of course, you know, being estranged from the family, it would have been a hard time. So you time think to that he's in. not really hers? I don't know. There's something big because he said something about when I really tell you the truth, you're not going to want anything to do with so me. Then do you think her real son is still locked up? And then he he may have taken that narrative to to maybe like play them. I have Some, no I idea. What I have about, no idea. But about, that's my theory. So that's not. Oh. That's there's, my what, theory. Is that the truth is. How that's about not this? Really what son. if he? To us, you know, and this we're going on a rabbit hole a bit. But what if he met her real son in jail? And that's you know, what I'm saying. And you know how you talk switch, to people. Yeah, they switch they talk about people. Mm-hmm. Not even switch identities. You know how you tell people, yeah, my mom is a pastor, I believe. And I, I, I don't know. I think that would be a little bit too chilling circuit. You don't story. think so? Mm-mm. Oh, it's more common than you think. I think. I mean. I'll, I'll bridge the two together. I think mm-hmm. he, he, he may have stolen the drugs to help somebody. Okay. Like, like someone, I think you mentioned that ex. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what that is, I don't know, but I think there's also something wrong with him. 
in particular. You think so? You think yeah, he's bipolar? Yeah. Where the hell is Noah at? Episodes yeah, where ago, he at? Episodes ago, I'm, I'm coming, coming home to see my son. son. Yeah. We have yet to see where Noah is. Is Noah mm-hmm. in the woods somewhere passed out? Like Maybe that's where um, AJ is with Noah. You know what? You got you on to something. And where's the journalist boyfriend? It's also like Noah can't. I mean, not Noah, but uh, what's his name? Oh, you mean um, um, Rick Fox? You mean our uncle Rick? I thought Fox. They, yeah. they broke up. Not long ago. Well, he's still living in town, though. But he's still living. In, I mean, I, I just feel like there are these characters where it's kind of like it's just <laughs> random that they just fell off the face of the earth, and you don't hear like a like a, a peep out of them this whole season, uh-huh. like nothing. What do you feel about Connie? Connie is those messy old ladies in the church that. Oh, keeps that's the one going. that um, the, is the uh, Lady May's rival in yeah, church. The one who thought she was lying about being abused. I, she's messy, but I like she, her uh, <laughs> only because she's messy. Okay. I, I don't like her, lady. but I like her because she's messy. That, that is makes such any a sense. church lady. There's always <laughs> some type of church drama. Oh, we got happening. something to say. Mm. <coughs> Sorry, oh. y'all. Mm. I didn't mean to do that in the microphone. I apologize. Yeah, like Connie. Connie's crazy, yeah. but um. So I got I got a question for y'all because uh-huh. you know we're, we're we're gonna have a really quick discussion. But first, I want to know Drew. Yeah. Drew and Neeks, really quickly. Mm. Favorite Will Smith movie. Favorite Will Smith. Why oh, not? um, I am Legend. I'm oh, Legend. I'm Legend. Okay. I like the I'm Legend. I Robot. Was I he robot. was he an I Robot? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking the right person? Yeah. No. That's no, no. I Robot. Yeah. That's okay. right. We had. The, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Oh, y'all want to know mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of um, course. Oh, <laughs> well, Sharon. Right? Sharon is Karen. <laughs> Hitch. That's a good oh, one. Oh, you know yeah, that is a, a good really one. one. That's a good one. Um, that is a good one. So I say all this to say, in the past few years, we've seen well, not in the past year or so, or in the we've seen him. You know, rise a superstar fame on IG and everything, and mm-hmm. he's really cool, really creative. But the last few movies he's been picking, or whoever has been advising him. Wait, I want to advise. I want to change my my, my one? favorite one, The Pursuit of Happiness. Love that. Oh, I Love didn't that. see that's that. My though, one. But I heard it was good. So good. I cried. It was so good. Yeah, that's good. But whoever's been advising him. Mm 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 mm. Gemini Man. Are you about Gemini, Gemini Man. Man. Oh, I haven't seen that. Listen, I knew it was going to be, I mean, trash. just from the graphics alone, I was kind of like, it looked ah. crazy. Um, and like I was um, explaining to Neeks earlier, I feel like it, had they picked someone who was his counterpart or maybe like a family member, you know, you have relatives that you look yeah. sort of similar to, yeah. it could have worked and made it seem like this is a rivalry between a good family member and a bad family member. Maybe like it, his oldest son. It yeah. almost yeah. came his off, son it looks, looks, looks exactly like him. Like it him. came off a bit narcissistic. It was like, it almost like that passion project that he had with him and Jalen years ago where they were oh. the only two men trying to, f- you remember? Almost, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking it, about. It, that's how it came off and it was like, this CGI version of you looks nothing like you. We get to, the, we're learning at the, and then what was the whole point of it all when you get to the end you're like what the hell did I watch yes good action it was great to see that Will Smith can still has the same bad boys moves and all that stuff but I'm like he needs to bad like, boys too bad boys what three which three, I am looking forward to three. that next bad boys same, three I am, too. I am looking too. forward to that I think that will redeem everything for Will the trailer looked really good and yeah. Martin I think that would yeah. but I just do y'all agree I just feel like the, the last few movies just haven't been hitting like they what do y'all think I mean, I think he's working off the strength of his name because it's kind of like he has yeah. such a, a following that it's kind of like some people will go it's see not because it movies. bombed at the box office. It ain't working. Oh, it's not working. No. I was like, I mean, maybe it's because like I, I know I personally got reinvigorated about Will Smith and like who he is as a person and his through um, persona through IG. Like, yeah, when he came back on IG, I was like, wow, the same Smith here. family mm-hmm. is like amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you know, I think it it it, it has to do with um. Yes, that they're living off of their name. When, mm-hmm. when you think about like actors and actresses, and even 
you know, some of our, um, our, our black heroes in music, as they get older, even like the music they make is a little bit like off. It's like, this isn't what we're accustomed to. Like, you know, we're not used to this quality of music. So I think he is maybe just taking roles that he probably hasn't done before, but aren't suited for his, um, Mm. his, his inventory of work. If right. that makes any sense, it like does. like it like does. the quality mm. of what he's done, I, yes. I, I don't think he's taking that into consideration. Okay, I will say this: I think now that he's in this in this phase of his life, I want to see him star in roles much like this. So Halle Berry, if you're listening, you know we're speaking into existence around mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Halle Berry will if you. I want you to take roles that are roles that we wouldn't think. I want. I would actually love him to play a villain, not a villain like a superhero, but mm-hmm. twisted and demented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like push, like push his boundaries. Like yeah. um, what's that yeah. movie? Remember the movie, the movie where the guy was blind and the girl was in the house. They were trying to steal his money. Oh, something yeah. like that. I would like it's, for him um, to. Is it called like hu- lights, not hush. light out, lights out, or something? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Something, yeah, I would yeah, like for yeah. him to do roles like that. Something that we would not expect. I, I want to see him do horror. That was yeah, a good movie. I, think, I think horror would be good. The same way I would love for Halle Berry to do like dirty, grungy stuff, and I think she's getting into that. But that's what I would like to mm-hmm. see. Now, speaking of someone, I am glad to see back on the screen, Angelina Jolie. Um, in Maleficent, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. So we're going to do a really quick spoiler-free. Neeks, what would you think of it? I enjoyed the movie. There are some um, story loopholes in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a kid's movie, you can't expect for everything to be on that level mm-hmm. of, like, full sickness. Because there was, like, things I'm just like, well, he didn't really explain that. I was like, <laughs> but I thought about it. I was like, this is a kid's it's movie. It's for kids, and they're not going to ask those kidding. questions. They're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie is just amazing. She's like, stunning, it's too. Just, just very she beautiful. is not aged. No, she just... How's the... Um, the action and the graphics. Oh, it's amazing. It's really, really good. Okay. It's, it's really amazing. Good. I'm like, check it out. They really let Maleficent, no pun intended, spread her wings in this um oh. in this film. Like so. oh. Yeah, seriously. Okay. They yeah. did. You mean because for most of the first movie she didn't have any wings. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um okay. so really quickly, Noel, for any of y'all excited people who are excited for Disney Plus. Yes. We're all lit for Can't it. Wait. Um Noel weeks too. It's right. Noel yeah. um revealed its trailer, which um stars Bill Hader, Anna Kendrick, and some old lady in that shit. But um <laughs> <laughs> but it really looks cool. It's basically where um she plays Noel. And their father used to be Santa Claus, but the brother is next in line for the legacy. He's feeling overwhelmed because it's his first time doing Christmas. So she says, take a quick break. Five days, seven days. Who's the break. she? Uh, Anna Kendrick plays Noel. Okay. But they send the brother Bill Hader off, and he's gone missing. So now she's on a mission to save Christmas. Um, it looks really good. It doesn't. It looks. It looks a little cheese, but not that kind of cheese. Not that Hallmark cheese. Yeah. Almost like the Santa Claus cheese with uh, Tim Allen. Yes. That kind, kind of like cheese. That. Okay. that kind of cheese. It's like I, Christmas. And I love. And I can handle it. Yeah, the first one. Movie. Yeah, the first one. Yes. The first one. Christmas movies are meant to be cheesy. You think so? Yes. I love yeah. all. Sidebar of my favorite season of the year. Hallmark Channel. No, my favorite show. season of the year is the holidays. I love the holidays. I love, what, I love what it stands for. I love how people are nice to each other. All that yeah. jazz. So like. Well, listen. People randomly as, making gingerbread cookies is too cheesy for me. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, that's something I would do. But I like, really? I like, <laughs> I like gingerbread warm, cookies. Yes. I like warm apple cider. That's good. I like oh, eggnog. Oh, yes. Oh, mm. I don't. I mean, like a heating pad. Oh, you don't like eggnog? eggnog when, when you spike it a little bit with some whiskey? A, like um, a heating love pad? Love relationship with each other. A heating pad. <laughs> you say heat, warm it up with a heating pad. I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, la- lastly, and listen, you need to give us what we want. And oh. I mean this because next week is Halloween. And if this doesn't happen, it's such a missed opportunity that it makes no sense. Everybody has your role. 
Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. If we don't get a Halloween episode, we have to. That's a must. Come on now. If we don't get a Halloween episode next week, or if y'all don't release the season, which I heard was filmed and completed months ago, if y'all don't release (laughs) a Halloween episode or the new season on Halloween, I can't take y'all seriously. Can I say this? Who who I think needs a spinoff from that show? Who? Prudence. Yes, I'd watch that. She's she's the Black Witch. I think I think they need more people of color. Um, I love the I'm diversity. Interested in her story, huh? I'm very interested in Prudence's story. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying because she she's such a standout character. Mm-hmm. I know I know that's a little bit off tent, no, off no, topic, no, no, but no, I, I think it. I think like maybe even if it's like a like a small like mm-hmm. mini series on Netflix that kind of explores her origins and mm-hmm. how she came to where she is, I would be interested in watching it. Yeah, but um, so y'all anyway. agree? Do y'all think we should? At least yes, get a we need a Halloween episode. episode. They did it last year. Yeah, yeah. and explore and explore special for Halloween and explore Salem too. I feel like they just introduced them and it's like. Nothing. And my thing is, do someone something with these friends because I'm so tired of every season. Well, it's only been two seasons, but every time we see these damn friends, they're like, "Oh my god, Sabrina!" And all they do is in the hallway chilling at school and getting we, in the way. We need to, exactly. We need to expound upon. Especially what's going since on. one of them is a witch. Hell, yeah, like thank you. Oh, she's like the good witch or something. Yeah, like yeah. like I think that's why she was going blind. And think you're right. You put the nail on the head and you said they need to do some more in Salem. I completely forgot that mm-hmm. it was they were set in Salem. Like Salem is should be so much story there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much to talk explore, about. Yeah. yeah, and and one more and one more thing. Well, Melissa Joan Hart. Um, I know you still have some issues with how dark they've made Sabrina, <gasps> but I want to, I want to pose this I have to something you. to say after this. Okay, I want to pose this to you. I would love a cameo of you as an adult Sabrina, or not even adult Sabrina, just as an adult witch. I think sometimes alternate universe, some, yeah, alternate, like a flash floor. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes sometimes you block your blessings because you're so stuck on the legacy that you had. And I think this would be a great way for you to be relevant again. So I think I mean, it's um, just a different version of what of what yeah. she did. Like there shouldn't like, be anything you know, wrong with so, it. I mean, it's not like it's a full remake. It's just yeah, a different yeah version. it's just a different version. And just, and just like thirty seconds or less. Yeah, this whole thing with um, Jared Leno. Jared Leto mm-hmm. hating uh, on um, Joaquin Phoenix's um, okay, Joker. So, mm-hmm. He tried putting a stop to it. And I think we kind of mentioned that. Did we? I think. No, did we talk about Joker in here? I felt like no. last episode, did we? No, I don't think we were. Oh, no, no, no. Well, he, he tried stopping Joaquin Phoenix's bag of like doing the Joker move and all this stuff. But because Joker is now um, the Joaquin Phoenix version, will now be, be the um, highest um, grossing R-rated film um Usurping Deadpool, mm-hmm. um, I like the Jared Leto. Deadpool, actually, huh? if it's like the for a superhero or a superhero quote unquote movie, yeah, um, I like the better in Deadpool for it being. Yeah, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. I think it was you know more fleshed out. But I, I, like, I only say that to say because you know you were talking about um, mm-hmm. Melissa Joan Hart of and kind of just you know not necessarily being bitter, but not the hateration, holleration, yeah. and the dancery. No, but with like bitter, Jared Leto, it's, it's, it's like mm-hmm. it's like no one really that was that was me. Um, no, no, no one really cared for his Joker. So, like, mm-hmm. the mere fact that he's like creating this big hoopla about like the new Joker movies, like, no one cares. Like, we like the new Joker. So, mm-hmm. and not only that, like, oh, that movie is so. If you have not seen the Joker yet, go see Please it. Go see but it. if it's triggering for you, oh, stay home. No, it's it. That's a very dark movie. Oh it yeah, is yeah. Dark. and it's yeah. not. Listen, listen it to me, people. Movie. I want you to hear. Me. It's not for children. It's not. not Don't bring your kids. Children. Families were walking Stop out when I went to go see it. Bring your kids they to R-rated films. Out. They literally I wish walked that people out. People would do so. Like my uncle, um, I have two younger cousins. We're all, of course, 
I don't think I said this before. My family is a family of nerds. We like to watch superhero stuff mm-hmm. all, the, all together. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle, what he does before he brings his kids, my cousins, to go see the movie, he'll see it himself first to make sure it's appropriate for yeah. them to see, and then he'll bring them with them. Mm-hmm. And I think I wish a lot more people would do it because, like, yeah, the comics might be appropriate for children, but the actual movie portrayal may not. They be. act like they were so disgusted in Joker, like, oh my. <gasps> But they it's were rated though, R. But they don't. <laughs> the part, the, the part that I laughed and I probably shouldn't have laughed was when he went on the um on the late night show. Oh yeah, that's when families like I, I literally <laughs> yeah. saw this family was we like, knew oh it was my coming. god, we saw it. Coming. No, but they grabbed their children and they like scurried them out of the theater, and I busted out laughing. I'm like, what about rated R? Like, did you not understand? Not only that, we saw him hold like. Putting the gun to his face like he was like he was gonna pretend like he was gonna commit suicide on the film. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew that wasn't what, what was gonna happen, but like, come on, you knew you saw it coming. You saw it coming. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, well, I, I, don't, I don't think our readers are gonna have an issue with no, going to see Joker. We don't care to kids. It is a great film. It's beautifully done. It's a great yep. origin story. I love how they they were true to the character. They gave nods, mm-hmm. like so it makes sense in the yeah. DC universe. It wasn't all crazy. It does give context. Yes. I know they were. I believe at some point I was hearing that they were going to make comics about how Joker and Batman were fully intertwined. I don't know. I'm that was like a year or so ago. I think mm-hmm. I want to say I have not looked back into it. Mm-hmm. But if that's true, and this is like along those mm-hmm. lines, amazing. Oh, really quickly, shout out to Zoe Kravitz, new Catwoman. Love it. That's gonna be exciting. You know what? I, I with didn't, Rob Pattinson as I the new Batman. That, I didn't see that coming, but you know what? Oh, Rob Pattinson is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that. I didn't know about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's I heard be a about very the interesting film. Mm-hmm. I heard about Zoe as Catwoman. I didn't yeah. know about him. That's gonna be good. But, I can see him as but Batman. But when they announced her, you know, I was like, I didn't see that coming. But you know what? I can. And shout out to all I, the I women that her. were in the running: the lovely Logan Browning from Dear White People, Kiki Palmer. Oh, she was. And, yeah, among you know. So shout out to these. Also, also they were caping for like a black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to these people. That's okay. what the, that's what the streets say. Okay. But I, and I believe it though because Logan Browning looks like Catwoman. She I mean, does. She would have been a great. She's very Earth the kid version too as well. So mm-hmm. um, so shout out to that. So should we slide right into our hear me out? Yes. Hear me out. Catch me out. I ain't got to make it for no tennis bracelet. <laughs> 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 all right. So our question, um, and I think it's something that any of us at this table could answer because we all have graduated from universities. So. When you attend homecoming, um, and let's say you might have not wrapped up all, you know, fleshed out a situation that was going on or a relationship that's gone awry. When you reconnect with someone, do you think that it is just homecoming or do you think this is an opportunity presenting itself for you to rekindle what you had and possibly go after a love that's lost? And if you were in that situation and it's presented to you. Let's just say, like, you know, me and Neeks have already been to our homecoming, but Drew, you're coming with yours. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say some something that didn't work out in college, you're, you and you haven't seen this person in years, um, and then you run into each other. Do you think that's fate, or do you think it's just a coincidence, and would you pursue it? So that, that's the question I'm posing to all of us, is when you run into someone again for a second chance at something, do you expound upon it? Do you believe this is the second chance you've always hoped for, or do you think it's just homecoming and you see people i don't think it's fate i Mm -hmm. think i think because you um went to the same university that Mm -hmm. you just happened to bump into each other again so i wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. qualify that as it being fate fate would mean you're somewhere you don't expect right an opportunity outside of what you have in common so um so to use homecoming as an opportunity i i i wouldn't trust it i wouldn't okay. trust that interaction is what i'm trying to say i okay. wouldn't trust that interaction as it being oh this is fate because we, we, we you know we went to the same school 
had that shit happened where like I may have traveled to like fucking China and now bumped into you in China, we well, started vibing or something. I'll be like, yo. But all three of us have been to yeah. fairly have gone to school with uh, with thousands of people. So the chance, I mean, yes, the chance, you yeah, you would. Yeah, see- but the black community is small, depending on if that's what your taste is. Not a, well, not a black school. It's a lot of black people. It's a lot of people I didn't see at this homecoming. True, but so, I don't okay. know. Okay, Neeks. Still stands. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Am halfway with Drew and halfway um, on the thing. Well, no, because the thing is, like, I get it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I've had men come up to me and be like, you know, when we were in school. I always had a crush on you. I really liked you, but you know, I was just too scared. And you know, now that I have more confidence, would you mind? Da, da, da. And oh, in realizing that they were just trying to speak game, like <laughs> they were trying to be like trying to capitalize mm-hmm. on the homecoming nostalgia and hoping that they quote unquote win. I mean, I'm smart than that. Come on. <laughs> Come on guys. I'll be like, her cakes are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> They're wrapped up. They're wrapped up. Like, you know, little cakes that be by the cash register. <laughs> <laughs> little Debbie's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, so I can see it. You know, like sometimes it is genuine. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you reconnect with someone exactly. and you see like, Mm-hmm. This didn't necessarily happen at homecoming, but it did happen because we had two reunions. We have like the actual reunion of the day that we graduated, and then mm-hmm. the homecoming afterwards. Mm-hmm. I reconnected with someone when we were back at our graduation homecoming I mean, reunion, and there literally there were sparks. <laughs> like, oh, and I was like, oh, what do we have here? Yeah, and it wasn't like you were just like a thing. I don't know. It wasn't an alka seltzer in the water, was it? No. <laughs> as no. far as the sparks, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, nothing came of it, but there were sparks in that moment. So, like, I do think that sometimes you, you reconnect with someone, and mm-hmm. it's like you just, you both of you are just like, zoom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes it's kind of like you can tell that someone's mm-hmm. just, they just trying to shoot the shot. Like, it's like they're trying to, yeah. trying to have the homecoming win. Like, you know what I mean? Because some, some people do that. And they're trying to have homecoming wins. Trying so, to like, get a honey bun to eat for the weekend. Yeah, I think it just depends. Like, you have to talk to them. I would say be open to it. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, you have to. Like I think we're all of the age that we can decipher between what someone really wants and like whether like whether they're being genuine, or whether they're just saying it because they know it's what you want to hear. I feel like we talked about this like last episode or the episode before last, but where where we talked about the encounters of would you would you? Yeah, we did. You're right with, yeah, with like friendships. Like, mm-hmm. would you would you invest in the friendship or would you just be like, oh hey bye, you know type yeah. of thing? I think we well, kind no, of touched on well it. touched on it, but similar. But no, we're talking about people you've dealt with already, and this is a second chance encounter, not a friendship. No, I, w- I wouldn't same trust thing. homecoming for that. It's the same thing. Like, you wouldn't trust homecoming coming for that Mm-mm. because i mean i don't I, I wouldn't categorize it as it being fate because yeah. you're all there at homecoming fate is something that's like outside of your norm and to me i think that's or or your common space and i feel like mm-hmm. homecoming is a common space where you would technically bump into somebody or the likelihood of bumping into them is greater than you bumping into them you know some place in life where you know there's no connection per se. So, so, so question, because you know you didn't open up. So I'm gonna play the white devil's advocate. Oh, right now. the white devil. Um, okay. As a kid, I, even though I grew up in Connecticut, I always wanted to live in New York. But I went to school in the South. My mm-hmm. goal was to live in New York, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when I went to New York, my career ended up bringing me to DC. Mm-hmm. So which one is fate, New York or DC? DC. DC. Why is New York not fate? That's a part. That's a. Cru- I mean, it could be a, both. Because no, exactly. Be, that's a. That's a crucial part. Because you that, said that, that you're in, from the south. That no, I went to school in the south, and then the, the south. job I was offered after grad school put me in New York, and then that opportunity in New York led me to D.C. But New York, that little interaction, 
mm-hmm. led me to what is ultimately fate. So what I'm saying is, although homecoming, like you said, you wouldn't trust it. But what if that one interaction later on leads to a conversation on Facebook, multiple conversations on the phone, and then two years later, you're married to that person. So is the homecoming still fate or is everything that happened after fate? I know I'm just playing white devil's advocate. Right I would on. say everything that happens after because okay. I, and yeah, I would say like, I would say you, that like for that situation, okay. like you going to New York is because you were focused on going. Yes, you, were, yeah. you were manifesting <laughs> that. Yeah, and it was kind of like I. <clears> but like, I didn't know I was going to end up in DC. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't know I was going to be a lawyer. <laughs> exactly. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. But I think it's like when you go to these things, it's mm-hmm. kind of like you go in with a mission. Like this is my plan. It's something to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do it. And then like through mm-hmm. following like your determined like your vision at that moment mm-hmm. is when you find your next set of purpose. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like you might have saw okay, I need to mm-hmm. go to I need to go to New York. Like I want to mm-hmm. be there. I want to go. So you went. You experienced mm-hmm. it. And then from your experience in New York, you you realized that you found an opportunity in DC. And you decided mm-hmm. that's what you wanted to be next. So that's where you went. So I don't think it's necessarily like. I feel like when we're not to get too spiritual, but I feel like when we're given a vision for our lives, we're mm-hmm. not given the full scope. We're not no. given the full scope. We're giving like bits and pieces at a time. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. your vision, like I need to be in New York. That mm-hmm. might've been your vision for that moment, but mm-hmm. it was because you needed to do something there to get you to the, ready for the next part to be in DC. That's true. Now, I, want, now I, mean? I have one final thing to wrap it up that way. Cause that's so we can take fine tune and tailor it for our view. If you really feel in your heart of hearts that, you are meant to be with someone. Do you fight for it? I'm, we can take homecoming out of this. But if you run into that person again, it didn't work out the first time. Or not even that. Maybe it's a job opportunity that comes around a second time. Maybe it's um, going out to lunch with someone you had a crush on when you were 10 years old. If that opportunity presents itself, do you do you open yourself up to be hurt and for it not to work out? Or do you just let the opportunity pass you by that second time? I think... I think um I think it would behoove you to let your feelings be known and, you know, okay. what it is that you're trying to accomplish with that person. But mm-hmm. I think it all, it's also situational. So you, 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 know, you have to be very careful oh, to yeah, see be careful. what situation mm-hmm. that person is in. You can, mm-hmm. you can, you know, while the opportunity is there on your behalf because you might be, you know, you might be single. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person is not single. So, you, you know, you may not want to go full yeah, throttle right, on that, but, no but it is no okay, marking. but it is okay to say, listen, I'm single and I know you're not, but I've always, you know, liked mm-hmm. you, blah, blah, blah. I just want to put it, you know, put that out there and you can leave it right there. And then what that person does with that is up to them. But I think you owe it to yourself mm-hmm. to let your feelings be known Next, at the very least. To wrap it up. No, I agree with that. I think that you have to be open to it but mm-hmm. like Drew said like gotta be careful because you don't know what that situation just because you're running into somebody again doesn't mean that you're meant to be with that person to be real that, no matter no true. matter how deep those feelings were it does not mean that's that true. sometimes you run into someone to realize that you were never supposed to be with them ever you weren't supposed to be with them or that period. they were a period in time for you but they were not they were a chapter but they were not mm-hmm. the end of the book you know what I mean I so it's kind of like you have to be discernful about it. It's not just about, oh, I bumped into this person. Exactly. We had a really special thing. It must be meant mm-hmm. to be. No. No, listen. Not how it works. So, <laughs> so, listen, we hope that helped y'all. Now, homecoming season is not over. We know there's a few more homecomings going on, and, you know, most of y'all haven't enjoyed the accoutrements. But um, <laughs> we hope that this helps you because this is real. Like, you run into the people, and all those feelings from undergrad or grad school, whatever, come flooding back. So, just understand have your fun and run (laughs) and we'll be right back after this quick break (laughs) bye hey there ndxers meeks here thank you so much for supporting us over here at the ndx podcast we love hearing from you whether it's a review 
commentary, a question that you want us to answer on air, or a topic to discuss. Whatever the case, connect with us. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the NDX Pod. That's T H E N D X P O D. Or shoot us an email at the NDX Pod at gmail.com. That's T H E N D X P O D at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. All right, let's get back to the show. And we are black. And And we're black. Guess who's black? Back on the block. All right, so um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, episode 15. Yo, we getting up there, y'all. Listen, episode 15. Yay. Shit was lit. I actually enjoyed this episode. Oh, yeah. Really you enjoyed the rest of them? What's up? I did. But I said, I like, I like this one too. Okay. Yeah. So, Hopefully, we did. I didn't ramble too much because I've been rambling sometimes. I think I'm we sorry. all do. We I'm, all. I'm sorry. Listen, y'all. we go off on tangents, but we all know. All the time. But listen, <laughs> we do. But look, if you're driving around and drive all the gas out your Honda Elantra finding your baby daddy, but then you, know, you can listen to us. your ramble. baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, this is actually how we talk. Like we'll be on a topic and like swear somewhere else and then try to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're beating the deep end, but you know we do make it back to the surface. All right. So um, as usual, we would like to leave you all with a quote of inspiration or just a little nugget that you can take with you to get your weekend or your following week off right on a good start. So mm-hmm. who shall we start with first? The X lady of the podcast. Okay, Nick's your own baby. So as usual, I'm going from the Twitter tweet. Okay. I'm going to know how to Twitter say this. Tweets. Twitter tweets. I'm going to learn how to say this word one day. Twitter streets. Dang. For whatever reason, those two words together don't work for me. Anyway, <laughs> so this is from a user named Steph is Dope. Steph with an F, not a PH. So S-T-E-F-I-S. <laughs> Take it is, she's, she's only had water today. I have only had water. We've all only had water today. Um, so proud. Again, sorry. <laughs> Apologize to this man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to this man. Um, his username is Steph is dope. It's S T E F I S D O P E. And he says, when someone's in their lane doing 80, don't swerve in front of them doing 60. There's lessons in there. Oh. And I feel that on, on several levels because one, when someone's in their in, in their lane doing their own thing, doing mm-hmm. not minding minding their business, don't bo- why are you bothering them? That's one. Don't swerve in their lane because why are you bothering them? Yeah. And then two, why are you going to bother them and then slow them down? Mm-hmm. Three, I see things about the speed, eighty and sixty. My thing is like if someone's going their speed, let them go their speed. Mm-hmm. Like their speed doesn't have to be your speed, mm-hmm. but you also don't need to be in their lane trying to do their speed. All right, stop hating. Right, so there's several lessons you can pull from there, but I thought that was very insightful to be like, yeah, if someone's in their lane doing 80, let them be, essentially. Let them be. Let them be. Be best. Is it me? Yes. All right, so my quote is, I used to think that communication was key until I realized comprehension is. Mm. You can communicate all you want to, to someone, but if they don't understand you, it won't reach them the way you need it to. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 very important because everyone, to me, everyone, when they speak to you, they have an intent, whether it be good or bad and whatever point they're trying to get across. But honestly, you cannot make people see things the way you want to see it. Everyone will understand what you're saying to them in a different way. Um, So just remember that. I like that. Okay. And mine is when people sleep on you, let them get their rest. Yeah. Um, Let them take a Benadryl rest. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, the things that you do, um, some people may be jealous from the shadows and 
you know, it's, it's not your job to convince them that what you're doing is important because if it's important to you, then, you know, it's just going to be important, but you shouldn't have to go out your way to um, make them understand. So I like that one. <sighs> Same. Yep. I like that one. Let them sleep. All right. So um, before we get out of here, let's hit them up with our personal social media handles. Neeks, let the folks where, um, let them know where you are. <laughs> I'm tired. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can find me all over the interwebs at Shanika Mache. That's S H A N I K A M E S H A E. Shanika Mache. Mm, that's on all platforms. On all platforms, hey. Instagram and Twitter. Oh. I don't do the snaps anymore. I have an account, but I have not I logged on. Snapchat. And how long I don't even know how long. Let's go, like Shotty. Well, y'all Next. already know what it is. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all can catch me on Instagram, and y'all y'all already know in the IG stories. You know, reach out and touch, talk to me. You already know what it is. Um, L E A D B Y X, no E A M P L E O six, and on Twitter underscore lead by example L E A D B Y X, no E A M P L E minus the 06 so reach out and touch accoutrements all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm going to consolidate mine just make mine one screen name could i have two different ones a little bit i I mean that's just how i did it when i set up because i'm not that creative (laughs) 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 it worked and i was like my first name middle name (laughs) i might do a social media change but for now you can find me on twitter at D-R-U-S-O-B-K That's Drew So B-K mm-hmm. And then on IG You can find me at D-R-U-1906 All hearts, minds clear And on one accord Let's get out of here Goodbye everybody Bye ah. guys Peace